Oh, hello there. It's Vinley Galanoda. Thank you for joining the D4 podcast. I hope you enjoy my emotional turmoil. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Dismal Decapitation and Duped Dreamwalkers. The BFGs awake and discuss one final time if they are going to use their favor for the castle enters or not, when they are greeted by the very tired Laurel Silverhand, who listens to their decision and understanding and leaves them with a heavy heart, but one that knows what the right thing to do here is. They head to watch the Castle Lanterns execution as they watch one of the strongest noble houses in Waterdeep fall with the drop of a guillotine. Feeling the emotional turmoil of the execution, the BFGs head to Blackstaff Tower to assist in finding out what is wrong with Halam, as they were the last to see the old wise monk conscience. They meet up with the uh, Black Staff and the head diviner Master Morali, who sends them into Halam's mind on a memory walk. But when they get there, they soon realize it is not as it should be, and Master Halam has complete control over his psyche. They move through the maze-like barrier Halam has built in his mind to try and find the center of the old man's consciousness. Moving through obstacles, riddles, and puzzles, the BFGs, along with Master Morali, enter into the center of Halam's mind, where they are met by another entity, one who immediately breaks the connection with Morali and sends her out of Halam's mind. The entity reveals himself to be Openser, the Serene One and God of Psionics and Reason, now corrupted by something the BFGs witnessed in the Far Realm. They also learned that Halam is his chosen. The BFGs face off against this Openser to keep him from reaching Halam and barely stop and break the connection, severing Halam from Openser entirely as they are pulled from Halam's mind and snap awake in the divining chamber of the Blackstaff Tower. You see the old man barely able to stand now as he seems weakened. I extend a hand to him. He takes it and stands as uh, he uprights himself. I thank you for protecting me from becoming consumed by the poisoned enlightened one. Through his grace, I have been given blessings of longevity in years of life and minor gifts of omniscience through an awakened mind. Now that I am no longer his chosen with the severance of his power, I am sure those abilities will fade. My age will deteriorate, my health rapidly and soon my mind with it. However, the last we spoke I chastised you for interrupting my meditation as I was unraveling a centuries-old truth. The consequences of actions that change the outcome of history, no matter how small of measure. Like the beatings of wings of a butterfly that usher in a tsunami. I will part with you with the enlightenment it brought me. 
after the time of troubles, a great cataclysm occurred, joining two worlds into one. As the destruction of the tablets of fate causing the era of upheaval, Arpinsa was on his way here to warn us of something coming, something he had foreseen during that time. A dark whisper that crept into the minds of the weak to plant a seed of power. On the night of the signal from the stars trapping the minds of many within a nightmare far beyond Toril, I felt the Serene One's disappearance. From then, I searched for the hidden answer as to what warning he was bringing and saw truth. But it was like finding a drop of water in the falling rain passing in a moment in a sea of time, blurry and fleeting. Through this, I learned what I have told you, and the warning that there will be more to fall in order to summon an elder evil and blur the two worlds into one once more, to consume them and Ao. To accomplish this, they will acquire five great powerful moats lost through time, but... I could not see if it was a what or a who. I feel as one of these moats was the Lord of Reason and his omniscience. With Arpenser's mind, they will be able to find anyone or anything with enough time. Aiding them is a man I saw clad in twisted purple, whose head formed countless faces, twisted with agony. During the era of upheaval, he was consumed in the chaos of Undermountain and slayed his companions in devotion for the one they called the Harbinger. But what brings me worry and trepidation is that Harbinger could be a title. And if it is, it means that they are a thing that announces the approach of another. This is as far as I have seen before I had to steal away my mind. As he stands, you watch as the first signs of his health declining take hold, as exhaustion overtakes his body. You never really noticed how old Halam looked before. It seems he has aged 10 years in this instant, in a blink of an eye. Whether it's his body actually aging this quickly, or the fact that he was so lithe and effortless in his gliding graces and movements seemed to trick your mind into feeling he was younger than perceived is hard to tell. The Divination Master and Blackstaff rush over to catch him in his faltering steps before Morali and Vajra look towards you, Morali's voice in entering your mind once again. Thank you for helping him awaken. I will do what I can to aid in keeping his mind whole. Once the shadow came, I felt it rip me from Halam's consciousness. I'm sorry I could not help you further from within and am thankful my aids from out here sustained you long enough to be successful. I do not mean to alarm you, but see it wise to inform you that if your minds were have to have perceived dying there without my protections, your body would have died here. And if we were to resurrect you, it would be uncertain if you would have retained your whole mind and memory as part of it could have been lost within his. <sighs> Bajra looks to you all. There are many things we must do now to prepare for the chaos that seems to only become more threatening each day. 
Alam needs rest. And I have many other matters to attend to. Is there anywhere you wish to be sent? Back to our bar, I believe. Agreed. If he gives us any more knowledge on these five moats, you will inform us, yes? I will. Or he can tell you himself. At least some of them. And Sesha will take out a piece of paper, write down the list of the items that the cultists uh, named, and hand them to Vajra. Okay. The dagger and all that. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> once again, you see her take it. Her eyes kind of fall to a couple of... Th uh, to something before the open lord also has a copy of this list it's good that she knows um i'll have a meeting with her this is very troubling but i'll send you on your way thank you and with a few utterance of words and a tap of the crooked black staff a flash of blinding light radiates around you as you feel that feeling of movement from inside you, but in a blink of an eye, you're once again standing in the common room of... Oh, sorry, the, 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 the lower tavern, sorry. <laughs> well, you return back to the tavern, contemplating the heavy thoughts of what may lie ahead, thinking over what happened to the serene god of psionics, what may have happened if you did not protect Halam, and what, what else the cult of the Elder Eye could be looking for. Juxtaposed to the weight that is visibly on your shoulders, you see a jovial bar with the name you gave it. It isn't much, but it is a powerful constant in a world of chaos, a place of friends, family, and all those in between. It's hard to imagine. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Please. Uh, okay. I turn to Seish and say, we're going to need to speak. Given what's getting ready to happen and what is happening in the city, a few things are going to need to change. That list you have of the nobles who died that day. You have it? Yes. I need to compare it to the one we burned. Hmm. And I need to inform the group on which of these masked lords are controlled by Manshun, which we'll have to do in private. I'm going to need your help on something, something that needs to be done. But for now, let's give everyone a little bit of time to recompense also need a newspaper to see which of these lords died on this list, if at all possible. I have to go talk to them about putting an ad in the paper. I can pick one up for you. If you wouldn't mind, please. Fisha, sure. you have that list. Yeah. Yes. Of yeah, lords that's what he just asked. Yeah, that, I told him I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he wanted to see what's in the paper. Like, what's oh, okay. I wanted to see, I'm comparing the lords on the list, the ones who died, and the list that I have. Yeah. He's cross-referencing like a boss. Yes. yes. Like a boss. I don't think... <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's not looking for what's public. 
he he's asked like yeah. you have that information you yeah. don't need he's, to go he's get a basically comparing what what information's public yeah. what only we know and what was on the the list of the uh mass lords yeah so you so guys can call reference your information yeah okay i'll um i'll go get that now excellent and i uh i go upstairs as I've got something I need to do, and I don't know if everybody needs to decompress or not, but I'll allow them to. Uh, Seisha leaves. She calls Bernie. Bernie. And uh, mounts up and heads to the uh, uh, the paper publishing front. I'm not sure. It's not really a store. No, I, I have it. Hold on. Um... While we're looking that up, what is everybody else doing? Uh, Vinley's going to remain at the bar and have a couple glasses to drink quietly, unless someone comes up to her. Okay. The rest of you? I guess I'll just, I mean, I guess I'll go upstairs to the to my room. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I feel like V is still a little like, emotionally compromised after everything that happened like still trying to process but I feel like she's at the part where like she's probably also drinking <laughs> um but uh it's possible like V doesn't sense that Vinley kind of maybe wants to be alone and tries to approach her <laughs> um, yeah, she'll let you sit next to her okay okay cool um, Sorry, but real quick, I have to do this because I don't know that I'll ever get the chance again. Look at me. I am the Voss now. <laughs> oh, did we lose a Voss? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, you are Voss on the layout. <laughs> Where'd he go? Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, V is like feeling like want to be alone, but doesn't actually want to be alone. And is just kind of like, I just want to not be here and her only I guess like thing she wants to do at this moment as I, I I guess drink so um V will like approach Venley but won't really say much hello and she'll just say hello and continue sipping on her wine as she looks very Confused and nervous. <laughs> uh, v, v is doing shots. <laughs> um, uh, v does try to be like, so, uh, how, how are you dealing with everything? Um, better than I expected it. I guess I've reached the point past being shocked by anything at this point. Yeah, wish I was there. Takes a shot. <laughs> She'll and, drink when you take a shot, like drink some wine. Yeah. Um, yeah, at this, at this moment in time, V is not worried about uh, drinking too much and has just decided that she doesn't care anymore 
um We've had by the way day. yeah um cool awesome uh can't wait till i'm at your level i guess <laughs> there are drawbacks of course but ultimately it works out in the end i hope i just something isn't sitting right with me about this whole situation what specific, like, what? The whole thing, really. I mean, the whole, oh, sorry? What are we supposed to do here? I don't know. I haven't known what to do this whole time. I've just been doing what you guys say. <laughs> I kind of want to take a walk. Okay. Do you perhaps want to come with me? Sure. All right. And she That's downs it. the wine. He takes another shot. And then we'll just walk the alley and continue to talk. Okay. Um. Sounds good. All right. Seisha. Um, you ask around for uh, you know a couple of people to find out where the best place to go, and you actually find that not too far away, um, really only a couple of blocks near uh, the Troll March on Stallion Street is a large warehouse within the North Ward. This stone, this uh, this red brick warehouse um, with windows all across it leads to a building or is a building and across the the side of it you see the water deep wazoo as this is the printing press warehouse distribution center and um article like the uh, home of the paper basically yes basically the home yep. of the paper um she'll go up and uh uh head inside and look for maybe a desk of someone near the door or something. Yep. Um, as you walk in, you see like a bullpen of different, uh, you know, people writing articles and trying to figure out the rumors and what's going on. And uh, just, it's a mess. And in the, behind them is a, uh, a wall with a large glass window. And through that, you see a myriad of gone machines that are just stamping out ink uh, uh, pages after ink pages. And you see them just the cycle of papers running everywhere as stacks are being created. And um, people moving in different plates and chiseling plates and all of this as they get the next run of the paper out. Yep. Uh, and you are met by a half elven man that comes up and uh, looks to be amongst the chaos and uh, comes up to you. Uh, can I help you? Um, are you looking to uh, interview? Um, no, no. I'm I'm actually looking to. Um, I suppose I'm looking to advertise. I need Good, to out because a, we uh, are full. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, like advertise. Ah, advertise. Excellent. Of course. Uh, I can. Uh, I, I am Gaxley Rudderbus. 
uh, editorial chief here. And uh, please, um, uh, what can uh, we do? Are you looking for a, a quarter page, a half page, a full page? Um, well, I'm I'm wondering about the price of a quarter or a half. Uh, all right, a quarter is six gold, half is 13 gold. And that's per week? That is per week, yes. I'd like to take oh, Per a, day. Oh, it's per day? It's per day or per week? Uh, there's, there's week, uh, there's dailies. It, yeah. And, and it, it's per issue. Yeah, per issue. Okay. Um, uh, I'd like to take out a quarter, no, a half page for 10 days. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it would, be, it would be for the 10 days. So yeah, for the price. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, all right. Um, of course. Uh, do you have the ad ready to go? It's, it's actually very simple. It's just some text. Okay, do you have the text ready to go? I do. Okay. And she'll take out a sheet of paper and she will write down um, seeking Mistress Damara Worstain. Please contact Seisha Vallisbard, Troll Skull Tavern. Okay. That's it. And she pulls out her coin purse. Mm -hmm. And let's see, that was how much a day? 13, oh, it's 13 gold for the 10, for the 10 day. Okay. Oh, 13 for the 10 day? Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll do two 10 day then. Uh, do you have any um, uh, sketches or other references of? I'm afraid I don't, but if they see the name, they'll probably know. Okay. Um, um, and I also needed to pick up a copy. I don't suppose I could do that here, could I? Uh, you cannot, but uh, I'm sure you can pass one of our, uh, uh, our, our, oh God, I just, not buskers, but yeah, the, mm -hmm. male boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Newspaper boys. boys. Yeah. Couriers. boys. Yeah. The, the one extra, extra read all about it. I, my brain. The just pirate just, lads, we call them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, perfect. And should be on, uh, on, on the corner, just a couple blocks down. What was your name one more time? Like actually about Gaxley. Rudderbust. Rudderbust. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Lord Keeper Seisha Vallisbard, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. He'll kind of tip his uh, little cabbie hat that he's wearing and uh, will kind of kind of like turn back and you kind of hear like someone co comes up and hands him and he goes, do you not see this typo right here on the front? And then kind of disappears into yeah. back into the okay. And she will go um, find a paper boy out on the street or a stall or something and purchase a paper. Okay. How much is that? Uh, silver. Oh, wow. Jeez. Highway robbery. Okay. It's North Ward. Yeah, it is the North Ward. You know, you gotta, you gotta yeah. play <laughs> to the... the paper, she'll head back home. Nice paper. Good paper, high quality there paper. Um, and right. she'll uh, head upstairs and knock on Vasta's door. I open. Paper. Excellent. I set it down, I pull out a piece of paper and ensuring obviously we're not being watched and before I convene with the rest of the group, write down the seven names of the masked lords on a sheet she can see. Um, I'll go ahead and pop that. Oh, damn. I lost it. But 
write that down. I need to cross-reference that with the sheet she has with the people who died in the paper. Did any of those seven names die? Uh, all right, so give me a second to pull up okay. my that list here. Should be in the chat. Well, I'm, I'm pulling up the, the other list. The darkness took me, so I lost it. Yeah. Oh. I like that phrase. The darkness took Patrick Logan. So in your list, you have Mert. Yes. Uh, Coralus Thon. Tharduck Starbuckler, Jelen Umbrusque, Dagar Ardebrent, Eller Thak Gathala, and Aldoberto Fiaschetti. Yep. And uh, do you have your list? The other list we gave you that you found in the hand? Um, I don't think I do. I don't have a written copy of it now. Okay. I don't think. Wait, yes, I do. Here it is. I'm going to mispronounce a lot of these, so let me just see. Thon is on here. Umbrusque, was that one of yours? Uh, yes, I believe so. Jelen Umbrusque? Yes, that was on here. That I looked was... to see, is he dead? Yes. Noted. If I remember correctly, the list Seisha got was the one that was the targets that yes. actually did yeah. die. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple on Seisha's list that did not. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm searching for. Now, did Jelen Umbrusque... One second. Did Jelen Umbrusque have a check mark next to their name? Yes, Jill. they did. Yep. Okay. That That's interesting. Okay. Uh, Thardex Starbuckler, the okay. Gathalas. Thardex Starbuckler was supposed to be there. Yes. He's and already supposed that. to die. No, but... he is dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, but died. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Bark held Hailing Horse, but their name is crossed out. Interesting. Um, Arthuthon and Corilliusthon. Corilliusthon was on there. Also checkmarked. Also checkmarked. Dead? Uh-huh. Yep. Interesting. Dorgar Ardbrent? Adarbrent? <laughs> Sorry. I'm not good Brent. at names. Noble names are flouncy oh. and stupid. It's not your fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also on that list, boss. Button does not have a check. Not have a check. Okay. Santar Belrun. Okay. Farithio Thalivar. Thalivar. Voss for a moment thinks you said Salazar and then does a double take. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought it too. It's okay. Valara Callow. Harlac. Tarn Crown, Tarn Crown. Sorry, I'm having a little trouble reading my handwriting. Um, so I believe, uh, just for simplicity's sake and brevity's sake, yeah. Um, the everyone on your list is dead. Uh, Seisha, save for Gathala, Starbuckler, Starbuckler, 
and uh, 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 Hailing Horse, which was crossed out. Well, yeah, the you don't know the Hailing Horse what they're what happened to that. Yep. Uh, the the names in the paper uh, that uh, are not on that list are Dolbaran, Sigrin, Antios the Second, <laughs> which if you re- will remember correctly. You went to a bachelor party of Dolbron, Sigrin, and Teos the Third, or as he likes to be called, Sig, bruv. Name's Sig. And so his father uh, died. Um, uh, oh no! <laughs> uh, Lestra Umbrusk, Naya Adderbrent, I believe, are and may if I say any that aren't on that list, let me know. But. And I believe that's it. What was the last one? Uh, yeah. Naya Adderbrandt. Naya Adderbrandt. Okay. And maybe okay. a few Thon. Okay. So I ask Sasha. I said, I said the only pertinent name now would be the Cathalos. Then is there that's control? The they have connections to Manchun. I was seeing, and in a way I'm glad I'm wrong on this, if Manchun's checked marked had survived, that would mean he may be in league with the Harbinger. But two of his are dead, which means they're separate entities, which is helpful. Whatever the case, need to gather the rest of the group. We need to talk about the meeting we're going to be having. Okay. And what is going to be done there? And I may need all of your assistance for something maybe a little drastic. Okay. I'll, uh, I passed Fenley and V on the street. I'll go get them. I'll look for Harold then. Did I see him before the darkness consumed me? Did I see where he went? <laughs> <laughs> he went upstairs. Yeah, I'm just upstairs. Okay. okay. E- easily um, findable. Okay, I go to his room then. Knock on the door. Yo! We need to talk before we head off to the meeting with the Doom Raiders. Sure. He opens the door. Let's talk. Oh. Considering it's only a matter of time before the universe implodes, apparently. Well, in a way, that's what I'm trying to prevent. You me both. I think I may have found a way that solves a lot of our problems, but it's going to require a lot of people who don't necessarily like one another to come together for a common interest. Okay. Just hear the pitch. I'm now, I'm listening. And like we'll say it for the rest of the group. I okay. go and find the drunken women wandering the streets of Waterdeep. Narrow it uh, down a bit. <laughs> I made sure to cut off V before she had too many shots. She only had like three or four, which for her, not that much. Yeah. A glass of wine. And we have circled back to that same tree in our courtyard um, where I talked to Harold. And I have stopped V before you get out there. And I turn to her and I say, V, I wanted to talk to you real fast about something before the world starts kicking up again and ruins this lovely quiet moment that we both have the world 
Okay, yeah, fine. What's up? I I know that you are discouraged by what happened this morning. And I wanted to give you a little solace or attempt to. I have learned studying not only from my family, but also from the Church of Jurgal, or Jiggle, as mm. Patty. Jiggle, yes. Yes. I remember that. Um, life is supposed to end. Yeah. I don't want you to feel guilty about that. Oh, I don't. That's the best part of everything that I don't feel guilty. And honestly, that's not, guilt is not what's bothering me right now. I understand the past, that makes sense. I just. You're tired. I'm really tired of finding out that the people in my life that I have known forever are just not the people I thought they were, ever. It just, uh, like I understand that my dad is like this big evil villain person, but that's not always how I, I viewed him in my life. You don't, you're not born one day and then recognize that your dad's evil or like a terrible person. Or that your mom doesn't really care unless you're like subservient. And your brother never took the time to even really know who you are other than just be annoyed by you. And I, The Castellaners, I really thought that they knew me and cared about me. And I think on some level they did, but I think more of they felt bad for me. And now I feel bad for them. She gives you a hug. Thanks. I just, I'm so tired of everyone here. I'm so tired. And yes, I'm so happy that like, I know you guys and that literally none of you are from here. Well, Harold, but like, is he really? Um, like, <laughs> I just. V. Yeah. I don't say it much to you because I always felt that you were much stronger. I tell Seisha that she is my sister all the time because she constantly needs to be reminded that she is loved. I want you to know that you are also my sister. And if anyone tries to hurt you, I will end them and make sure their soul goes directly to Jurgal. Thanks. Of course. It's what family is for. That means a lot to me. It's just... The only thing 
that I've ever really been good at is like, you know, beating people up and having fun. I've only ever, I've only ever been good at killing people before. And oh, well, that's different. <laughs> um, so we actually have a lot more in common than you think. You have fun killing people? Not the point. Oh. Um, we both have very toxic families. Right. We both still love our families. And that's okay. Because they're still our family. They're just wrong. It's... I hate that on some level I still want them to be proud of me. I wish I could give you a hundred years to learn what to do with those feelings be that's how long it took me to compartmentalize what my family had done to me um i just don't know how to handle or deal with my emotions i guess i just i mean Usually I just do everything I can to try to just forget for as long as I can. But the problem is, is that when I finally am faced with the issue again, that makes me so emotional, it just hits me even harder, even harder every time. And I keep, every time I think I'm over it, something happens that drastically reminds me that I'm not. That will happen for a very long time. But eventually, it will go away. You will... You won't forget what has happened. You'll just learn to live with it. And... The only advice I can give you is from someone that you know quite well. Sometimes you just have to listen to the wind. I just want... I don't even know what I want, honestly. And that's the hardest part about all of this is like, when I left, I thought, you know, I am finally free. I can do whatever I want. I can, I, I, I had like this idea that I was gonna like make something of myself on my own without, you know, my family or anyone's help. And I, you know, obviously met you guys and this whole driving force at the tavern and everything. And I get that I'm technically part of the tavern, but it doesn't, my name's on it, but I still don't really feel like it's mine. It's like not my accomplishment. Uh, I will let you know one accomplishment you have made that has made a drastic difference. You were one of the deciding factors that made me come back. From being dead? Um, yes. <laughs> so, re just remember that sometimes your impact isn't as visible than others. Sometimes you're not punching a wall, you're rebuilding one. I'm so 
stop punching walls years ago. Because they had to cost too much money to fix the holes in the wall. <laughs> Let's go get another drink. Okay. And Finley? she waves her hand and it cleans her uh, V's face. Oh, from- thanks. Thanks, Finley. I love you too. Of course. It's what I'm here for. Oh, Seisha. Yes. Hey, um, Boss has asked that we all meet upstairs to discuss stuff we've got to do. Perfect. Let's see you up there. She'll head up. I wonder how long she was standing there. All right, let's go. And Vinley will confidently stride forward. And I believe uh, Voss and Harold are already in the common room when Seisha will enter first, and then shortly thereafter will be V and Vinley. All right. First off, all of you feeling all right with our latest journey into someone's mind? We're doomed. So there's that. Yeah. It's, it grows ev- more and more immense every time we do literally anything in the city that... It feels like they have an army working for them. How can they be capable of doing so much in so many places at once? Because we're fighting something that's stronger than gods. No, it's stronger than gods where it is. We're fighting people on the ground right now. And whatever things it can get across, and we can't hack it. Things Not killing yet. me. It's things that are empowered by the Elder Eye. So, I think we've all come to the same conclusion then. We're a little bit out of our depth. Agreed? Yeah, that's the truth. I agree as well. And so, since there is not a force to fight necessarily these agents that are against us, it has become necessary for us to create it then. So, the Doom Raiders by themselves are not enough. And I understand everyone here is trepidatious about creating new alliances with what happened with the Castle Lanterns. And if what they said is true, it means many of the noble houses in this city are already corrupted. Having said that, more than the Doom Raiders, we need those we trust from organizations that we need. Whether or not necessarily trustworthy people, but those who have a vested interest in the preservation of this city. I've been thinking about bringing not just us, but four other representatives of the groups there. I think Renair should be at the meeting. I think Jarlaxle should be at the meeting. I think Maloon Wardragon needs to be at the meeting. And I think Mert, the moneylender, needs to be at the meeting too. Why? Why Mert? It's not my place to say, but he has a vested interest in the continuation of this city 
and he is a hero of this place, despite everything that he is. And more than that, I believe him to be trustworthy, and also a man with a large amount of resources. We have to be selective. But I believe all of them as representatives of their groups. Bregan de Arth, Forsgray, and others. We need to include those representatives we trust from these organizations there as well. Have you happened to mention this to the Doom Raiders? I have not, but I will. I don't think we're going to be able to pull Jarl Axel at such a short time period. Much we know less, where he is. Much less bring Maloon to the den. That's what I'm going to have to ask from you. I'll go on ahead to see if I can smooth this out. I need all of you to go find them and bring them there, if at all possible. Finley is a member of Force Grey. I think you can get in contact with Maloon Wardragon. Harold and V. Yeah. Renair. Um, I'll find Should be at the theater and also bring Murd. I knew you had business with him as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm paying off our debt. Speaking of which, I give you a bag with a thousand gold in it. This is the debt I owe him. Oh. Get a receipt. Get a receipt. Okay. Make it, make it signed. Make him sign it and make him acknowledge that this debt is paid. Okay. Leave there with paper, okay? <laughs> I thought you, right. said you trusted him, boss. In certain matters, yes. Oh, he's trusting him, trust, all right. Trusting him trust, to be Mert. Trust, but verify. <laughs> okay. I don't know how this is going to go. But if we can afford an alliance between these disparate groups, we finally have something that can fight against all of the forces coming at us. Something underground. Something that doesn't necessarily need to touch the Open Lord. Something we can draw from and begin fighting back effectively. It's worth the risk in my mind. You know, it actually doesn't sound that terrible because what it sounds like is the money's just going to the open lord anyway so maloon would have no problem with what we're doing that's another thing we're going to have to tell everyone there everything we know including what the open lord told us about the meeting we're going to have to i turn to viomelian on this we need to tell them about your family and their status as well as agents of Manshoon. I don't think it's a good idea to mention any sort of whoop whoop lords. I don't think it's a good idea at all. It needs to be mentioned because everyone there needs to know exactly what's exactly how dire the situation is. Can yeah, but say several... that we're working counter to some of the masked lords without outing the fact we know who they are? The yeah, fact it... that there it's... is one we need to mention definitely. Yeah, but they're sort of duty-bound to kill us if we know that stuff. Some of them. It's it's not a matter of personality. It's the law of the city. 
we we can right be hand. vague enough for them to know what's going on without saying what we know. We, we are all to going to be under the effects of truth serum. That's what I've. Here's the thing with truth serum and zone of truth: you don't have to answer the question. Yeah, well, he's going to be standing there, stay staring at you, going, "Yes." They are going to need to know. Then you tell the them. Rose, I'm not answering that question. They need to know that the Rose is actively subverting the Open Lord, and there's nothing she can do to stop him. That there, we can say. That we can say. Just yes. say it like that. And yeah. we need. They're going to ask why. Yeah, and we're going to say, "Sorry, just trust us when we say that there's reasons we can't tell you." You we need to tell them, Voss. Then you tell them, "Look, we have been nothing but upfront and honest with all of this information. This is one thing we cannot discuss, and we're asking for you to indulge us and trust us that we have good reason not to." I will say that at first, if they demand more, I will give them the full story. That much I'll agree on. Uh, this neck, needs to work. It's and not just Voss's it... neck. It's the neck of every single person in that room. Because once they hear it, they know it too. That's a death sentence on everyone in that room, Voss. Going against Manshoon, Xanathar, and the Harbinger is already a death sentence. But not from the city. That's what we're working with. This is an underground movement. It doesn't work within the bounds of the city. I realize that, but you eliminate their ability to work in the city if it becomes known they have that information. They don't mess around with this stuff. This is the most serious law in the city. I just wonder, did you tell L'Oreal that you knew who the Open Lords were? Mask Lords. The Mask Lords were? You're asking me? No, Voss. No. Did you tell Vajra? No. Why would you tell an agent? What do you think is going to happen when Mert returns to one of his lifelong friends and she says, oh, hey, how'd the meeting go? Or where were you? He will have to tell her or it'll look like he's lying to her again. They need to know that she has been compromised. They need to know that she can't act. And if they know she can't act, in all likelihood, they won't tell her. So we just say that. Let them put the pieces together. Like the, we'll it, we, we have a mountain of evidence that we are trustworthy people that have done work for all these people. Everybody in there owes us. If they can't handle the fact that this one detail is something they can't know... Then fuck the city at that point. They don't—they clearly don't care anymore. Boss, boss, look at me. This is a secret that needs to be kept. If it can be, I will. It has to be, boss. There is this... some information that is too damaging to be spread. This was a really hard lesson for me to learn. This has to work or we're done. It'll work. You know why it'll work? Because if it stops working, then I'll be there to make it work. Because it has to work. If it doesn't work, we'll find another way. It'll work. It's a room. There's... It's an audience. Are you kidding me? I can convince them of anything. I can tell them that all my pants are purple in, on the inside. And for all you guys know, they are. We'll see what happens. 
in the meantime. I just need to know that at least on part of this, you're all on board. I think bringing the, the different heads of this together makes me a little more comfortable with the whole situation. As long as the Doom Raiders agree to it. And that's what we're going to have to do then. All right. We're having the meeting at the usual place. The... God, I always forget the name of it. What is it called? Yawning Portal? Yawning Portal. That's it. Um, go... Do we know what time? I thought they no. were sending for us. They are, but it'd be best if we gather them now. We All we know is it's going to be probably today. All right, so just tell everyone that we'll send them a paper bird with an address and a time. It's hard to imagine um, that you all somehow come together and shape the city through manipulation and destruction of its underbelly. How you will soon have the power to shape it even more with gold hidden away in a vault by improving the lives of the impoverished. But also now to seem to be engulfed by a plot that could shape the world. And as you stand there in contemplation of what you're going to do and who you're going to talk to, there's a knock at the door. Oh. I'll get it. Wait, wait, wait. She goes to the door. Wait. Dumbo, get it. I like answering the door. Yeah, but what if someone tries to stab you? They'll just go right through his and bones. I wear plate armor. Has that stopped literally anything from hitting us? Seisha opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you open the door, a jovial, bald, elven man covered in tattoos and red robes stands with a beverage in his hand with a cup branded with the symbol of the BFGs from the tavern below. And hey. Dave, will you please join us? Yeah. Come on in. Come on in. How's it going? Oh, you know, the same. You look like hell. Yeah, it's about the same. Massive headache. The same. Have a seat. Good to see you. What are you drinking there? Ah, uh, just a little, little something. Mm. And Carol and looks around for a drink himself. He's like, I just now thought about how good that would be to be drunk right now. Yeah, well, what? well, I don't recommend that. Who's we, to say? I'm really, really things good to hiding do. it. That we do. Oh. I Are need to speak with... Errand? I'm here to collect you. I need to speak with Davil before the meeting begins. There's something I need to propose to him that could be a very profitable and very worthwhile venture to him. Well, um... Here, Voss, Seisha hands him a paper bird. Two paper birds. Um, send one to Harold and one to me if things are a go, and we will bring along our party favors. Was I here uh, to collect all of them? Questions. Or... Do I feel like they'd come at a moment's notice with like a note? They take travel time. No, uh, what she's saying is you go there. If they agree, you send us the notes and then we go collect them. Oh. No, we okay. go entertain. We go try to find them. And once we find them, we'll receive the note 
and know whether or not to bring them. Yep. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And to answer your that question, Blavin, you were summoned or you were told to collect them all because it was a group discussion with both groups. Yep. Um, but you know, if there's a change with plans, Davilwood should probably be informed beforehand. Yep. My inclination is to tell everybody to come with me and they can wait in the yawning portal and uh, Voss can have that conversation in the room because frankly, these guys tend to wander. This is going to take time. I'll go with you now. Trust that they'll be there in time for all of this. Yeah, I'm not really big on the whole trust without verifying thing. Yeah, right, I'm I'll not see you either. There. So I'm not either, but I am coming to this meeting, so why don't we have a little quid pro quo? Sasha <laughs> <Sasha> leaves. <laughs> ah, we wonder, what can I say? This is not going to look good on my resume. It's okay, doctor. That's what I did with mine. And I'm going <laughs> to get my stuff. And now you have all this. Um. Uh, Harold's going to uh, get all of his shit together. Um, I'm going to check my equipment and see if there's anything I want to grab. Well, I'm just bringing Voss. Is that the plan now? For now, <laughs> before the meeting begins, we are going to wait for the rest of them to arrive. Trust what I have to say to Davil and to the rest of you is important. Well, I, don't... I think I hope so. Okay, so we're meeting at the Yawning Portal, correct? Yes. Well, good Good news there. Maloon will probably already be there. So I'm heading there now. Maloon? We'll get don't to worry it. about it. We'll get to this. Let's go. Come along, Dumbo. You guys are not good at subtle. No, 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 that's never, that's not a thing we do. <laughs> no, I just haven't really tried yet. <laughs> Eventually, Blavin will hammer that uh, that message in. Eventually. Because it's said. I hear everything. <laughs> it's, it's said every time. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so what's every, where's everybody going? Um, to the theater. Okay, Sasha heads to the theater. Uh, I, I assume that V is going to collect Renair. Yes. Uh, which leaves... Oh, wait, no. Harold was supposed to go to the theater. No. No. I was going to the theater. Harold and V were going to get Renair, who's yep. probably downstairs. Yeah, yeah I honestly. Know, I, I don't know who's getting Mert. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to go get Mert. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. gave you a thousand gold. Yep. Right. So yep. Uh, Harold should go to the theater. I'm going to get Mert first, actually. Do you want me to just go to the theater? Do you want to just go get Charl Axel? I can. I love his suit. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I'll go uh, get Mert then. I will split off and head towards the theater. Okay. okay. All and right. I'm going to take Harold's word for it and assume that Maloon would probably still be at the Yawning Portal because I have no idea where he is right now. Okay. I don't know if he's even out on a mission or not. He may not even be here. Yeah, that's the thing. All of these people may not even like be reachable, but you know, we gotta try. I've got money. It's a damn good plan. But if we happen to pass the Black Staff on the way there, I'll make a little pit stop to leave Voss and Blavin alone. (laughs) <laughs> just just to shake things up a little 
Sure. Um, okay, we'll start with V and Renair. <clears throat> you head hey. down. You head down to the tavern where you see Renair communicating with the middle-aged, bald, gnomish man with large brown mutton chops that are long and curl out from his face like two giant tusks that grow out from his mustache. You know him as Davkis Zalkor, the foreman that headed the repairs of your building. You also see the arch sufferer Arpita Padi sitting in her mechanically powered wheelchair. As you approach, you overhear them discussing the acquisitions of a small unoccupied building to the east on the backside of the tavern in order to make it into an area for upgrading and building a clinical room. As you approach, Renair thanks them for their time, signs a few uh, pieces of paper um, to get it to begin the project before they make their leave. Uh, and uh, he sees you approach and smiles and waves at you. Uh, and, uh, hey, uh, good news. Uh, the clinic is on, scheduled to be completed by the end of the 10 day. Uh, Davkis here will facilitate any repairs or upgrades while Arch Sufferer will head design. Uh, this will be good for the alley, especially if the group keeps having unwanted guests show up that could threaten the people that live here. This is good, this is really good. How are you? Well, been better. Uh, sorry, a little out of it today, considering, which I'm sure you understand. He'll, before you say anything else, he's going to grab your hand and pull you down into a kiss. Oh, thank you. I just, God, uh, just, we got to do this, like, meeting thing with Voss and his not friends and, like, there's going to be like some truth zones. It's a thing. I came to collect you. I'm sorry. I'm like, babe, I need you to understand I'm mentally not here today. And I'm so sorry. I just, it's been a day. Ah, I even had a therapy session with Vinley. It's just been a thing. Um, Shall we go talk somewhere more privately? Yes, please. Okay. Let's let's go upstairs and you can fill me in on what's going on. And he'll he'll lead you upstairs into the common room away from prying ears. All right. So there's a something going on with Voss and the Doom Raiders. I'm yep. that's who you're referring to with not friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe they are friends, but I just am not convinced Voss has friends. So um we're supposed to be meeting with them. I was uh, tasked with collecting you, which like, sure. Um, plus I wanted to see you anyways, but I knew you're working, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's happening. Um, they're gonna be asking questions. We're gonna be under a zone of truth and like, I guess we can answer them if we feel like it. Oh. All right, why am I needed for this? That's a good question. Um, I forgot. <laughs> if, if everybody, if everybody is going and you were sent, I'm sure there is a very good reason. I will come along. And I mean, I you're like part of our group as far as I'm concerned, but, um, 
you know? We can, we can confirm with Harold or Voss. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not helpful today. It's been it's been a hard day. I understand. You have been through a lot today. I mean, I can only imagine what you're going through right now. So, it's okay. Why don't we go? I'm going to let Kara know that I'm going to step out early. Um, and uh, that it'll be uh, her and, uh, and Flynnrin to look after things. Um, but I will be back shortly. And uh, we can we can go. It'll be nice. Let's take a carriage. How about that? Yes. Sounds good. And uh, he will go downstairs. Let's Kara know that uh, uh, that he'll be he'll be back shortly. Uh, that he has uh, um, an errand to run. Um, and uh, the two of you get in a carriage and head towards the Yawning Portal. Okay. And uh, we are then going to move. To Harold, oh, heading God. towards the Seven Masks Theater. You make your way down to the edge of the castle ward, down into the northern tip of the dock ward. You find yourself on Eel Street, in an area where the blend of debauchery and civilization become one. The streets, not as dirty from the lack of thorough care from the dung sweepers, guild. Air not as fetid with the stench of the sea, brine, sun baked creatures in its cracks. Everything just close enough to the castle ward to be passable for a theater to find itself. You stand outside what could once easily be mistaken for an old stone and brick warehouse. However, now the ornate awning topped with seven ornate theatrical masks, painted of every color of the rainbow, is illuminated in a wondrous glow of color and light even in the light of the day. Grandiose pillar-like statues stand at either side of the entrance, illuminated with dramatic underlighting from large braziers held in their hand. A blazoned white light radiates the frosted white marquee plaque that reads, now playing, Sapphire's Boot. A line of people leads up to the ticket booth where you see the nimble right possessed by the deceased actor, Malcolm Brisenbright, running the box office. As you wait to make your way up to the box office, you see the ceramic face of the Nimbarite rotate and change from a happy comedic face to a somber, dramatic, sad face. Oh, for the light fades upon this brightened day as the songs are no longer sung of heroes in love. The tickets of the evening's river flow stops at the dam of limited supply. I'm sorry. If you are here to buy tickets for tonight's showing, it is sadly sold out. We do have tickets for tomorrow's performance, both matinee and evening, if you would like. I will let the crowd dissipate. I'm sure they're all groaning and complaining. And <sighs> and I will uh, slip up to the number right and be like, uh, hey, uh, good to see you again, my friend. <laughs> yes, it is always great to see my fans. I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, Harold kind of... Uh, I'm actually uh, an actor, uh, kind of well-known around these parts. I'm a, I'm a friend of uh, the owners, actually, JB Nevercaught. I was wondering if he was in and if I could have a quick conversation with him. I promise you, if you don't remember me, uh, he won't look at me and he'll remember. And you see the face, like, rotate and change to like a concerned look 
may I inquire as to why you need his assistance? Is there a problem? No, Are you unsatisfied no. with the previous performance? Oh, no, 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 no. See, I'm an actor, so it's one of those things. Are you we're... angry that you were not put into the play? No, absolutely not. Um, it's uh, it's more like an obligation I have to him that I'm trying to make good on. Go ahead and make a persuasion check sure. or deception. Um, I feel like it's more persuasion, even though deception would be more helpful because I am trying to persuade him. I'm not technically lying. 23. Okay. Yep. You watch as the nimble right looks to power down as a blue ethereal light shoots out and up through the ceiling. You wait for a moment or two as the line that was dissipating begins to shorten even more with people's patience. Just as the ethereal light washes into the automaton again, the Shao man with burly yellowish bronze skin black hair and broad, flat features, smiles at the crowd from behind a braided goatee and Fu Manchu mustache. He is wearing a black Fengjin academic tall rectangular hat and a fanciful Shao silk-layered robe trimmed in mink fur. I'm sorry, everyone. It seems we have sold out for the evening and there is some malfunction with my nimble we will have discounted tickets available from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. tomorrow morning for the matinee showing at noon. We are very busy and greatly appreciate your patience and understanding. As the crowd begins to disperse, you hear a few concerned and confused voices as they argue over the matinee tickets. If they're, weren't they already discounted <laughs> over the evening's performance? And if so, would it be an additional discount? And But as you look back towards the box office, you see no indication of additional discounts being <laughs> added or displayed. And before you can say anything, the Shao Man makes his way over to you and greets you with a slight bow with both hands hidden within his sleeves. I hear you have some private things to discuss. Oh, yes. We can settle this problem in my office. I would be uh, most honored, and I will bow in respect to him and Please. follow behind. Follow me. And <clears throat> allow me to introduce myself. Forgive the rudeness. I am wrong one, Mister. I see. Uh, and are you an assistant or? Ah. I am Mr. Nevercott's personal assistant. Ah, I see. <laughs> Harold says as he's like. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to casually walk along behind him. I'm not going to say anything out in the, in the open until we're inside a room. I run the theater. Nevercut just owns it. And I'm assuming Mr. Nevercut's not on the premises. I'm afraid he is not, but I should be able to answer any and all of your questions. Fantastic. That's all I needed to hear. You enter to see No More Construction but a fully renovated, simply decorated theater lobby interior. A nice brocade fabric lines the floor, matching the color of the plain fabric-lined velvet walls. You notice the simple hanging iron ring chandeliers that look to be illuminated with bright purple-colored dancing lights. <laughs> you ascend the stairs and are escorted to the same private office you met in last time as the man turns and throws his hat onto the hat rack at the door revealing the lavender-gray-skinned, bald-drow man with a penchant for a fashionable pizzazz. 
He leans against the glass at the far end of the room that looks down over the theater. So, what do I have the pleasure of you interrupting my business? The matinee is on its final act. The play, Safira's Booty, is a sophisticated romantic comedy about a blue-haired maiden named Safira, who runs a thieves' guild out of a fest hall. When a charming sea captain, soon to be Commodore, arrives with a hold full of booty from afar, away land, Safira decides to steal it. Zanus ensues when she falls in love with the first mate who is half her age, while the devilishly handsome captain falls in love with her. Oh wait, here's my favorite part. The brothel fight has just started between the two men fighting over her affection. And you see that drow there sitting, minding his own business? Well, he is in the story, the famous Dritz Doerden. Watch, watch, you're, you're not gonna wanna miss this. And as you look over the theater, you see a stage divided. On one side is uh, the backdrop resembling a deck of a ship. The other side are decorated to look like a madam's parlor in a brothel, complete with a gaudy chandelier and fainting couch. Sitting at the table with a um, sitting at the table is a man and a hilariously atrocious man in a panther costume. And there's a uh, but the man is a dark elven man with long white hair, clad in comically over ridiculous leather armor. Suddenly, in the fight, you watch as the two men square off, fighting over the woman's affection, as this drow is caught off guard by a splash of grog from the tinkered before he is caught in the crossfire and pummeled multiple times on accident from missed blows between the two men. The crowd erupts in laughter over and over through the slapstick comedy as Jarlaxel sits and kicks his feet up. So, where were we? Harold's got watch a little bit longer and then he's going to turn and he's going to say, well, unfortunately I don't have a whole lot of time to discuss it with you. Um, there is a uh, series of things that have happened in regards to our deal that we wanted you to be privy to. Um, and in order to do that, we need you to be or, or a representative of yours to be available for a meeting with the Doom Raiders. Now, I understand that you only have my word to go off of, and even though we're going to give you a substantial amount of money, there's no reason for you to trust me, but I assure you that I wouldn't ask you to do this if I didn't think it was completely safe and absolutely necessary. You blew up my ship. What's not to trust? There you go. I did. I, that did happen. But who knows? There was a lot of people on that ship. We, we don't need to go pointing fingers. <laughs> go ahead and make a mistake. Okay. <laughs> All right, pretty good, 21. So, there is new developments, you say, and you wish to meet with the Doom Raiders. You know, I always wanted to cross paths with them. I don't believe Brahagin Beath has had a chance yet. I could be convinced. I will be attending with uh, one acquaintance that I believe you're familiar with. I see. Well, the thing is, before you attend, I, I need to make sure... There's a there's a bird waiting that is going to be sent to me, one of those foldable paper birds. Once I've gotten that as a signal, then we're clear to go because we're still kind of getting clearance with the Doom Raiders for, uh, you know, your appearance. Oh, last minute changes. I do love a plot twist. Speaking of plot twists, you're not going to want to miss this. 
<laughs> I will turn back to watch the show. And so as uh, as you settle in, um, you actually watch uh, as uh, he kind of says a few things under his breath that you can't quite make out and you don't understand the tongue that he's speaking, even though you catch up a little bit. It's a language you don't understand. Uh, and shortly thereafter, uh, you see a familiar drow step in uh, as you see Gnarl Zabrandis. Oh, hey! Uh, Harold genuinely like lights up a little bit. He's like, hey, wow, good to see you. He nods uh, and will stand next to Jarlaxle, um, hands behind his back as Jarlaxle just feet kicked up watching the play from his office uh, and uh, will kind of just watch the final act as uh, as he waits for this paper bird to come sounds good to me i i will never turn out a free show at this theater hell yeah so i'm i'm sitting there enjoying the show just like hell yeah i was gonna check it out tomorrow anyway i was gonna hit that matinee <laughs> uh all right and as you wait you're gonna head to uh seisha and mark Deep within the southeast end at the edges of the castle ward near the base of Mount Waterdeep is a mansion and vineyard that looks out over the Sea of Swords. It is one of, if not the most famous landmarks of the castle ward shorelines. Besides the mountain that makes up most of it, from the exterior Mertz Mansion features a tall, sturdy, fortified tower as well as several newer, more palachal extensions. As you approach, though, you notice upon closer inspection that this once illustrious abode is very unkempt and starting to show signs of wear through negligence. The gutters feel filled with seagull nests, as well as a roof showing a white crown of refuse left behind by the foul creatures. Some windows show a want for repair from being fogged from dirt and mildew breeding on the edges of cracked panes. The short rows of vineyard trellises are barren of any grape clusters along the overgrown, dried-out vines. The front door greets you beneath the canopy of a covered front porch with cracked and peeled blue paint, damaged from the harsh ocean climate. An ornate figurehead of a red dragon cast in copper decorates the door face. It holds a large metallic ring in its toothy maw, awaiting any who wish to knock. Aisha will knock. All right. After you knock, a few moments pass before a very rotund man in fanciful clothing answers the door. His attire is of dark greens and blacks, accented with faded golds all along his boots, pants, leather jerkin, and fur-lined capelet. His buckled wide-brim hat sends a skew, sending a harsh shadow line cutting across his face. His brows are furrowed despite his brown eyes being kind. He greets you with a smirk behind his graying, bushy, curled mustache that matches the wavy hair that falls along the back of his neck. We'll all be a drunk bachelor in a wedding with two partners. This is a pleasant surprise. What brings you down to my abode? Settling debts or starting new ones? Um, well, the first one and then something that might interest you. Well, I mean, I figure always... you're probably bored. Can I come in? <laughs> of course, lass. Come in. Especially if you're going to excite old warlords like me. 
Um, well, first off, um, here is the money for the remainder of our agreement for All right. Uh, just here's go ahead profits. and count it out for me. Make sure it's right. Sure, sure. Um, here's the profits as well from this past month. Seems only fitting. We pay in full. So that's uh, 250 gold. And right. that squares us up. And then here's 45 and a half. That brings us current. Oh, oh, and I need to get a receipt for this. And I need a receipt for this. And she drops the thousand gold on the table. <laughs> That's Voss's debt. All right, the man's sending you to do his dirty work. Oh okay. no, he's doing dirty work of his own. I'm here to do the other dirty work. And it, like a, a, a gross, creepy smile. Uh, goes across his face as he leans in and goes, oh, I bet he is, love. I bet he is. I will slap you. Look, no need to get feisty. I'm just being honest. The man's like me. I don't want to think about that. Ew. <laughs> oh, look, I didn't say he's getting anything nasty. I'm just saying dirty deeds and all. Fair enough. So, um, but no, paper. Now that we're all squared up, I'll get your receipts. <laughs> so first things first, now that you've paid off, let's uh, talk business. Aye? Okay. So the first things that I was a part of, I was majority shareholder. And I had 35% of profits. Mm -hmm. Now that we're square, I think it's only fair that I become a silent partner and we all make even. Which lowers my share to only 15% of profits. But you want 15% of the profits. Instead of 35, I'm already invested into it. Right. I'm part of the people that own the tavern. Okay. I would be a silent partner. You make all of the decisions. But this is how Mert the moneylender makes money. I see. Well, I always have a finger in the pot. While I'm sure you've got your fingers in many pots, um, this isn't only my pot that we're talking about, and I'm going to need to discuss this with the rest of my associates. Oh, there's no discussing. We're all partners now. We right. all own it together. We all invested together. Uh -huh. We all made it together. Okay. But now we got to raise this baby together. The percentage is what I need to discuss with them, though. I can't make that agreement on my own. I'm just saying it makes it even across the board. Seems fair to me. I don't have an issue with it, but I need to make sure that the rest of my associates agree. All right. Got that receipt. We can off. discuss it later. Thanks. If you're going to buy me out, though, it's going to be a hefty fine. Well, in lieu of making that decision, I have something else that might interest you. I'm listening. Do you get bored? <laughs> Do I get bored, lass? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How would you like 
to come to a gathering with some of the city's ne'er-do-wells. All right, tell me who, because I know many of the ne'er-do-wells. I actually had tea and crumpets one time with Manchun himself. Yeah, that's that's nice. Um, oh, it was not a nice meeting. I was all right, shite thorn in his side. Good. That makes me happy. Um, this would be with the Doom Raiders. All right. Yeah, uh, I think I've heard of them making their little fingers uh, weasel through the streets. Don't they work for Manchu? No. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, I missed it the first time. Was that no? Oh, all right, okay. Um, no, very, very far from it. They are, uh, they are associates, and we are entering into a discussion about. Stuff that's threatening all of existence. Uh, let me guess, they need my money and you said that I was there in order to provide. Oh, no, which is that's fine. A, I'm, that's how I make money. I the dirty stuff Voss is doing right now is making sure it's okay for you to be there. I better bloody well be good enough for me to be there. I'm Mert the money lender. I am I am a hero of Waterdeep. I'm Faerun even. Well, you should tell them that when we arrive. Like, they don't know who Mert is. Of course, this might also involve having to go to the Yawning Portal. <laughs> oh, now you've excited me. I figured that might be the the thing that made it definite. I, I hope, I hope there's, like, a lull in a song as I walk in just so I can hear that mangy bastard jaw hit the bar. I have a feeling you'll hear it regardless. <laughs> oh, I do love him. I think it's oh. high time that you make an appearance. Yeah, it's been a few, few months since I've messed with that man. All right, um, <laughs> yeah. I do need the receipt for Voss's death, though. I, I, I'll, okay, all right. Good lord, you have a whole bunch of I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> uh, it, you know what? Here you go. It's finished. That's all it needs to be said. Are we leaving yet? We have to wait for a paper bird. I mean, we can start making our way there. In worst case scenario, you just go in and piss... Um, Daggled off, or not daggled off. Oh, it's Dernan. Dernan. If you're going to piss someone off, get their name right. Trust me. Trust me. You'll understand why I'm awash with D names. He he probably would be pretty, pretty right pissed if I acted like I forgot his name. Oh, you totally should. You are an evil one. I like you. He might throw you out, so you have to be ready. Okay. All right, let's head that way. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Mert that way. <laughs> all, right. all right, you start making your way towards the Yawning Portal, um, which brings us to Harold, Blavin, and Voss, who are walking into the Yawning Portal. Uh, Blavin and Voss heading upstairs, and Harold looking uh, 
Oh, Vinley. <laughs> Sorry, not Harold. Vinley. My bad. I'm I'm looking at Harold on my screen. Yeah. That's just where my eyeline fell. So my brain was like, it's Harold. His his name's right there. It says Harold Hobbit. Harold's trying to get a nipple suit. Let's be honest. It's true. It's true. I just cast uh, Alter Self and now I am Harold. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. No, Vinley, Voss, and Blavin uh, making their way to the Yawning Portal. Uh, and um, you make your way into the bustling uh, bar where you catch the information gathering and look out. Yagra playing a small gambling game of dice where people take bets on how the pips will land. On the table is a small board depicting a snake-bodied woman with six arms wielding a unique weapon in each hand. As Yagra sees you enter, the gray-skinned, strong-bodied half-orc woman whispers into a small stone before pocketing it and nodding in your direction as her eyes fall to the area upstairs. Vinley, looking around, you see in a dark corner, also with his eyes towards the front door and able to look to see who comes in and out of the great abyssal pit that takes up most of the center of the bar is the dirty blonde disheveled older man in beat and rusted armor. I will pat Voss on the shoulder and break off and walk as inconspicuously you, away. As you do, I quickly mention um, this may I don't know how you're going to approach this but it may help to mention this may be a chance for him to redeem himself in the eyes of the city and get his weapon back. Fair point. I didn't even think of that. I trust you. what you're going to say. <laughs> well, Dumbo, let's go. And Dumbo and I will inconspicuously wander over towards uh, Maloon, and I'll sit down at the table. <laughs> and uh, he'll kind of watch you approach, and as you sit down, he kind of nods. Miss Gallinodale, what can I do for you? Hey, so... We got great business? In a way, yes, kind of. Um, we're having a, a meeting here later tonight, any minute now, really. And we wanted to include you in this meeting because you're a Force Grey member and you can speak to the heart of the city and its best interests concerning what we're going to have to discuss. All right, color my interests peaked. Yeah. Can you go into a little bit more detail there? Um, yes. We're meeting Ooh. with a gang called the Doom Raiders. What languages do you know? Do you know Celestial? Ooh, hold on. Let me look at my. Um, <clears throat> I only speak common and bad common. Bad common? No matter. Um, are you talking about dwarvish? No, no matter. Um, we're meeting with a gang called the Doom Raiders. 
and about potentially all of us working together to accomplish one goal. Um, I can't say much right now, but oh, as Vajra's friend, I assume you know about certain details of what we have been investigating for the last couple months. I'm familiar. And uh, does this have anything to do with what we took care of a couple days ago? Most definitely. All right. Well, interesting. I am intrigued. Good, as am I. Um, I should warn you in advance. Uh, we will all be taking uh, some sort of truth serum. So gird your tongue as best as possible. And um, Voss also wanted Elizabeth, uh, one of my uh, friends. That was me rewinding because I did not say that. Okay. Um, a friend of mine wanted me to remind you that perhaps this is the event that could reinstate your heart to your axe or sword. I can't remember. Was it a sword or an axe? It's an axe. It may prove your loyalty again by recovering something so valuable lost so long ago. Well, all right. Now all we do is wait until they say it's okay for you to be here. I see. Well, I mean, I'm always here. Oh. My drinking hole. Here's fine. It's. I the... know what you meant. Okay. I know what you meant. So which one's this? Is this Chucklefuck? Oh, no, this is Dumbo. Oh, right. The other I... one was Chuckles. He died. That was close enough. Correct. Uh, bad common. <laughs> oh. I believe I know someone who speaks advanced common. His name is uh, Trench. He speaks very quickly, and it's really hard to catch. Can't say I'm familiar with him, but... All right, Vinley. You, you got my interest peak, and I will attend this meeting. I am curious, and I do believe this is something that Force Gray should know about, especially if it has to do with this city. Of course. I've been keeping an eye on this situation for basically since the moment I stepped foot in this city. There's a reason why you wear that amulet around your neck. Hmm. Alright. <laughs> uh, so, Voss and Bleven. So, uh, can I get an update on what my hawk would have saw seen? I sent a note earlier. Did you? May have missed it. Um, which uh, I saw who? Uh, oh, okay. Um, if it is following that person, then yes, you see obvious, especially since um, that is not too far not, away. Yeah, it's still actually within the range of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, Voss, uh, what's the plan here, buddy? There's a lot that's been going on in the city that the organization doesn't know about. Things I've learned in the past week. 
it could very well be an incredibly profitable but very dangerous venture. But more than that, do you have any love of this city? Yes. Why do you ask, and what does this have to do with Mert? Boss is silent for a little bit. A little creeped out. I told you, trust but verify, man. So you did. So you did. He's an invaluable resource in this city, and... I cannot speak for his position. I have to allow him the right to do that. Well, but I heard about me. that in the in the garden at the party, if you recall. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Again, subtlety is not your strong suit. It's hard to be subtle sometimes. You've seen the ostentatious people I hang around. Not all of us are dwelling in a den of thieves, unfortunately. We need the so deep core support of this. Do the rest of your friends know about Mert? No. It's not my place to tell his position. I've made that mistake once already. So... But if now Mert to... knows about this meeting, I assume? Yes. It's going to be up to you, the Doom Raiders, whether or not you want him here or not. I can't make you do this, but trust me when I say the things that are happening in this city and perhaps this world are beyond our realm to control anymore. Fair enough, but don't you think we should have had that conversation before you sent your people out to get all the the other folks that you're inviting? Maybe, but... Because want... what, if, what if we say no? Then you say no. And I will deal with things as I always have. With aplomb, I'm sure. Yes, with aplomb. Well, carry on, man. It's going to be an interesting night, that's for sure. Yes, it is. And Voss steals himself a little bit. Already a little caught off guard. One of those headaches even... right here. Already a little caught off guard that Blaven seems to be a step ahead of him. and But we'll walk towards the door to where the meeting's being held. Okay. You clamor up the stairs, back to the hallway where you know Davil keeps a room for Yagra, but doubles as the Doom Raider's main meeting point. After knocking, the door opens to reveal another large, gray-skinned half-orc, the one you know to be Zaraj. He looks at you and then down both directions of the hall before letting you enter to where you see the full gathering of the group once again. Davil beckons you in with a kind smile as he sits backwards in the, the ladder-backed wooden chair that he is leaning against. Blaven, I'm so glad you could find our golden boy. But I'm saddened. Where's the rest? Were they not available? I well, gather my group, but 
You fail to show up with yours? I you... I apologize. Um... Oh, Blavin, no, 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 no. You have done nothing. You are part of my group. As he is too, but he shows up to our full party, but not does, does not bring his own. Well, I'll let him Thanks. explain that, actually. Voss, step... don't leave out any details. I step forward. Uh, is Fala here? You do see Fala Lafalier. Okay. Interesting. I step forward. Um, full group on display. Before I bring the rest of my companions in, there's a matter I need to discuss with all of you. This business with the stone has presented a very interesting opportunity for all of us. However, there are elements affecting this city that could prevent us from ever gaining any sort of foothold within it. Things I myself have only learned about recently. Things involving forces beyond my own control. If we are to continue to improve our lot in this city, it behooves us to make temporary alliances with other powerful factions. Having said that, I ask your permission to invite representatives from the Harpers, Bregendearth, and Force Grey to this meeting. As he says that, I'm going to just slowly step back to them behind Voss, just in case. Okay. <laughs> I imagine I feel his presence there, but I don't. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Changing things on me at the last minute. <sighs> None of them associated with Manchun. No. All of them direct enemies to him, in fact. Okay. Hmm. Trust me when I say that I have learned recently, not only are the nobles, nobility, and the upper echelons of this city compromised, but there are strange, unexpected explainable not even demonic but otherworldly forces that have wrapped their tendrils in this city if we're to gain any foothold we can't do it by ourselves believe me I am very familiar with making temporarily allegiances for a greater good I am interested <clears throat> But I've made poor deals in the past. Who are you bringing? Renair Never Ember. Mert. Jarlaxle. And Maloon War Dragon. <laughs> Your friends with the charismatic cutthroat Bane Ray Buccaneer and the Lord Walrus himself. I am. I won't speak for them as my association with them, but... <laughs> you are a busy libertine man. Yes. You know I wouldn't bring this in front of you if it wasn't important, or if I honestly believe this wasn't the best way to go. <laughs> Not only do I believe that, but 
once again, you do not fail me. You're bringing some of the biggest names, not only in, in Waterdeep, but along the Sword Coast, of Faerun even. So you're giving me the chance to work with Mert the Moneylender and Jarlaxle Bane. Aye. And if all goes well, this fortune we've accrued could very well be a pittance to what comes next. Now, I have to be assured that you're not trying to weasel something out of us because of a mistake you made with them, because I know them as well, or at least I know stories. Mert always knows how to make money, and he is deep-rooted in the underbelly. So is Jarlax, and always looks out for himself. So, did you fuck up? some ways I should have been anticipating this and I didn't I should have done this a lot sooner and I didn't but this is not about me fucking up it's about the rising tide that will raise all ships within it including ours beyond just accumulating half a million worth of dragons it's about completely controlling the underground of Waterdeep permanently and to do what has never been done. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Oh, average at these. Where is that? There it is. 14. Okay. He looks at you for a moment, kind of in silence, looks over the rest of the group, trying to gauge how they feel and play them. Anything that he's leaving out? Uh, well, has he made it clear that they've already been invited and are just waiting? No. That's my guess, boss. They don't come in here without your permission. But things need to be done quickly. So, yes, I sent my companions out to go ahead and claim them and bring them here. I appreciate you not wasting my time. Even if you are going to change things up last minute. Try not to let it happen again. Of course. But I guess we should get ready for our guests. This room just won't do, will it? <laughs> you look... That's about fucking time. I missed it. <laughs> says. Let me get the mansion ready. Mm. You better feel lucky, Mr. Ronto. Typically, only raiders are allowed in my humble abode. But we'll get the battle room ready while you, two, and Zaraj wait here. I, I nod, but I turn to Blavin, clearly not knowing what the hell he's talking about. While you watch as Dabble removes a marble piece of chalk from his pocket and draws a line around the outside of the small, shallow closet and taps the door handle with a silver spoon. A stark, sharp ringing reverberation uh, echoes out through the room and then back into the door as the line of chalk begins to glow faintly in the cracks of the doorway. With a bright, blinding light uh, uh, has cut on from within. 
He smiles back at you as he opens the doorway into a grand foyer covered in beautiful, massive art pieces of the Doom Raiders lining the walls to either side in two large red banners depicting the image of the Doom Raider symbols emblazoned on them. The floor echoes the same symbol with a large sun uh, edged carpet depicting the same symbol under a massive brass and glass chandelier. The group all walks inside before he follows and closes the door behind. And the only evidence it still exists is the faint glow of light pouring out from around the edges. That is where we're going to take our break. Okay. Y'all. <laughs> gotta go down. Oof. Yeah, <sighs> and we're going to come back uh, with a meeting of all meetings. Yeah. Yep. It should be fun. Nothing to be nervous about, I'm sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nothing but One road. cutthroats gathered together. Just so you know, Goblin, we the floor. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here, Dave. Why was I muted? <laughs> uh, we will be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Don't forget, uh, hashtag beyond, hashtag Eldritch uh, in the chat to enter for your chance to win a source book bundle from D&D Beyond and an Eldritch Foundry miniature. Yep. Uh, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome to Rock Punch, where the gags are aplenty and the shenanigans never stop. Come join the gang on a high-flying adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Wait, 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 who picked this 40s theme? What does this have to do with- Watch the crew as they fumble through the workplace. That was just a little payback for the last year of the emotional turmoil that you've all put me through. Complain about movies? That's the worst movie of this year so far, hands down. Oh, what yeah. A, what's coming close? Without a doubt. What's coming? Stream on Twitch. You die. Stop it, okay? I see my best. And so much more. Boredom a part of your day? Well, not anymore. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a ragtag group of misfits who couldn't hold down any other job than this one? It is. So, tune in at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl or watch their videos released every Wednesday on YouTube. Whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I, I don't think- Great! I'm not- Excellent! With entertainment for geeks and gamers, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a jitterbug break and save your money at the soda shop and tune in to Rock Punch. Oh, hello again. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Well, get comfortable, because we're diving back in. And we're back. Woo, what a fun first half. Yeah, uh, the BFGs have discussed their future of what they need to do in order to possibly take down a greater threat and what to do with money yep. uh, for the city as they all disperse uh, at the arrival of Blavin, the Unwashable, a member of the Doom Raiders, and gather up a few other surprise guests. Yep. Uh, where they all, uh, where Voss and Blavin sit in a room with Ziraj after Davil has agreed to allowing the new guests to attend. And that's where we're going to pick up. So I think that went well, Voss. I, I imagine you say this right behind my back. Right out of eyesight. 
Wouldn't surprise me with like brushing a dagger right next to my kidney. That's all, no dagger. <laughs> I nod and turn, looking back at this wonder that has been created in front of me, and yes. also also wondering if spellcasters in my own group can do stuff like this. <laughs> I um. I walk out the door. I can I even leave this place? You're in, you're still in the like Dabble's room. You have not okay. entered into whatever the, Dabble walked into. Whatever yeah. the hell this is. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. The I only people some... that are in Dabble's room right now are you, Blaven, and Zaraj. As Dabble said, you three wait here, and I'll go get everything ready inside. Cool. I step out of the door. Then um, I make eye contact with Vinley, and I give her. A positive signal and ask her to come up and send three uh, paper birds out to Sasha, Harold, and Viomeliana. Okay. Got it. I will turn to Malone and say, Ooh, looks like you got the clear. Shall we head up? And um, you are greeted. You, you see Voss kind of eye you down. And then as Yagra approaches your table, uh-oh. Hello. You need it upstairs. Perfect. I was just standing up. And she walks past her. Come along, Dumbo. We have business. I assure and... you, you know where you're headed. Yes, he'll be watching the door. He's Yeah, we're going. I know y'all don't like him. As she like backs away. All right, I guess I'm following you. Yes. And he'll kind of grab, he'll reattach his greatsword to his back. And he will adjust his pauldrons and uh, will kind of down the last little bit of his ale and we'll set it down. And uh, you said that you write some some paper birds to uh, Seisha and Harold? Yep. Um, essentially telling them the meeting place, the room, and uh, to come. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Those flutter off. Yeah. Um, and you all convene and begin to arrive one by one at the yawning portal. The crowd seems to be enraptured in a song with the new bard. Their performance isn't bad, and mainly only emboldened by the few of the tavern goers nearby singing along. Everything seems to come out to a screeching halt as Mert walks in and Dernan pours a drink into someone's mug. The sound of ale splashing onto the floor breaks him out of his stare down with the boastful round. Well, if it isn't the old Dr Dirkland, the drunkard who'd settled down and drowned himself in a bar, staring at the only thing that ever made him famous as he looks towards the pits in the center of the room. Good, what? good. That's a good way to not get kicked out. <laughs> the hell are you doing in my bar? Don't you have some other person to bother? Well, I thought... <coughs> I thought I'd stop by to see my oldest friend and see if anything has changed in the past, what is it now, nearly 200 years? 
it's still the same sad story. When did you lose your sense for adventure? Around the same time you started paying everyone else to do adventuring for you. Body shows it too. At least I can still lift the blade that helped carve our names into the walls of Undermountain's history. <laughs> well, let me buy around for a bar. The famous Dernan draft, too. Don't try and skip on the ale to make more money. The tavern deserves it. And you may tire of me, but you never tire of my money. We both know I've always been better at manipulating profits. You hear that, everyone? Rounds on me! As the whole crowd just erupts, and you see Dernan just kind of shake his head and begin just filling uh, tankard after tankard. Right this way, Mert. What's your passive insight, Stacia? My passive insight mm -hmm. is... Ridiculous, I think. 16. You see the ever-faintest smirk on Dernan's corner of his lips as he starts to pour drinks. Seisha actually smiles at that. <laughs> Come on, Mert. Right? Wait a minute. I'm about to go wandering upstairs with Mert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is gonna be good. I take right. Mert up to the room and knock on the door. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, so before before you you get there, uh, you actually noticing you all enter. You see the half orc take notice before before Yagra gathers you all one by one and walks you upstairs down the hallway on the third floor to where you have met the Doom Raiders once before. First, Vinley and Malin go up, then Mert and Seisha, then V and Renair, and then lastly, Harold and the Shao Man and the escort Drow, who seem to pull a lot of attention. Uh, as all eyes fall to the drought. Now, to be clear, his bodyguard with him is the guy we met in uh, the Xanathar's lair. Yeah, awesome. You pulled cool. out of Xanathar's lair. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this guy 100% is trustworthy. All right, cool. Uh, and then as you are enter the room, you are met by Zaraj, Voss, and Blavin. But that seems to be the only people in the room. Wow. Okay. What an. Where is everybody? And also, this room is not big. It's it's a bedroom. It's a bedroom. It's actually kind of tight with all of y'all in here. And this... Before we proceed any further, does everyone know why we're here? I was actually going to ask why we didn't use a ballroom, but I didn't know if it had one. I'm Anyway. Strange things are afoot, but um, Dabble has prepared a separate thing for us more to the point does everyone know what's going to entail in this meeting and what we're all going to have to do i was scant on details yeah uh, uh maloon speaks up yeah details uh left out for sure as he kind of looks to mert <laughs> it's good to see you mert you lose weight Oh, uh, you flatter, you flatter, but we know I just get fatter and fatter. <laughs> so, uh, who are you? And he points towards the Shao Man and the Drow. Uh, close ally of ours that should be here. Just uh, trust that everything is the way it should be. 
you, you see you see the shao man just staring at mert just gr- ear to ear grin ah allow me to introduce myself i am wrong one mister i i bet you are <laughs> so now that we're all gathered where's the rest of the party in a moment what i meant to say is are we all aware that part of the bargain with this is that all of us are to be honest and the only way to ensure that is that we all drink truth serum oh i did forget that oh, 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 oh. sorry oh, full of ex- excitement surprises i feel like a lass with her knickers down just caught off guard point being Ooh. We're all going to be revealing certain things in this meeting and attempting to keep honest. Anything that perhaps you do not wish to share, guard closely. And you see, that, uh, you see the Shao Man go. Oh, really? Honesty, it is always best. As you see him, kind of eye you, Harold. Harold looks at him and smirks, and he's like. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to. He doesn't seem upset. It's like, hey, man, do you like a challenge? Here it is. Because <laughs> this is the same challenge. Harold looks back at him with this almost look in his eye, like, hey, man, I'm. I don't want to drink it either, but here we are. So they're, oh, saying, they're, they're, they're They're having this discussion in front of me and the other Doom Raider representative. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Alicia <laughs> hands Voss his receipt. Our boss neatly folds the receipt and tucks it into a private co- uh, pocket in his coat. Oh, uh, since there. we're all discard, like dispute or talking about, you know, secrets and whatnot, that was a love letter from me. It's very dirty. I pull it out. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> a thousand gold painful. I fold it back up. Put it back in. Oh. Um, but I turn to Blavin because I'm honestly not sure how this works. Uh, we'll be invited in when when they're ready. So for now He's, we wait. If you had asked, we probably would have waited, you know, a little bit longer so they had time to prepare. Yeah, you see Zaraj look over everyone and kind of start counting, and then looks towards you, Voss, with a questionable stare kind of say asking like is this everyone oh i nod and then renair speaks up uh well this is quite the party if i do say so myself and just kind of like you know keeping close to v just to kind of comfort her and like make sure that she's good i'm gonna kind of stay close to her but so, what now? Zaraj looks towards Renair and then heads over to the door and opens it. Can I make an not... arcana check? <laughs> yes, you can make an arcana check. Only if you uh, do that. Well, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> uh, 23. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Mordenkind's magnificent mansion. Huh. And you said Devil made this. 
looking at Voss? I think I don't know how this works in all honesty. I crack uh, my knuckles. Can can we go in or are we staying in this tiny room? I turned Blavin. Yeah, we're after you. Stacia walks in. Okay. I walk in. You all enter into this massive foyer with double winding grand staircase that spirals and curves up into uh, a secondary floor. It is, the foyer itself is probably 50, 60 feet wide. Um, there is a, on each side of the door as you enter, there is a very elegant uh, standing elven figure uh, on each side uh, that has golden hair, dark and very sun elf looking uh, as they all uh, nod to you uh, and uh, greet you. Um, and the and and then you you kind of look and the closer you, you realize that they're all dabble. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, no. You enter into a marble tile floor inlaid, and then there's this large sun uh, carpet that has the symbol of the Doom Raiders. And you look along the walls, and there's an immaculate, large, massive paintings of each one. You see Tashlin, Davil, Zaraj, um, Istrid. Uh, you don't see Schemo. Yeah, you don't see Schemo. <laughs> but you do see an, a painting you didn't expect to see. And that is, uh, but you also see Blavin. You do see Voss. You see Fala amongst the paintings. And there's two banners that hang in front of these, the stairwell that is dark crimson red that has the symbol uh, that looks like a uh, waning moon with an eagle's head um, cut through it, like Who a silhouette. Who did we expect to see? Fala. Oh, okay. Yeah. As, okay. uh, I didn't know about that. About that. <laughs> yeah. I knew about that one. Uh, and um, above the carpet that matches the emblem that's on the uh, the banners is a large brass and glass chandelier. And you can see uh, one of uh, the dabbles greets you. But instead of the bardic attire, he seems to be dressed in a butler's tailed coat. <laughs> He smiles without saying a word and gestures you toward the stairs as he leads everyone up the cur curving staircase and onto a balcony on the second floor that has a long wooden table set with enough seats for everyone and chairs sized perfectly for each individual. A full elven serving staff, all dabble, pouring wine and water as they prepare a massive feast laid out before you all. Oh, and at the head of the table, you see Dabble himself with his feet kicked up on the table. Please, sit. Um, shall we enjoy ourselves for a bit or get straight to business? Well, I wouldn't want to waste anybody's time. Oh, no. No. Paula? Uh. Would you be a deer and um, hand the servants the special wine? I procured from you. Thank you, Doug. They, you, you see them nod. Uh, you can definitely tell. There's 
a little bit of like anxiousness and nerve nervousness to follow up just you get the sense that this is at least Voss and Blavin would know that this is Paula's first meeting with the Doom Raiders as an official member. And so it's kind of like, hey, go big or go home. So but, but Paula nods and reaches into a, a small satchel and pulls out um, a bottle of wine. Question. Is there a seat available next to Fala? Uh There is. Then I'll take that one. And also uh, I have commanded before we went into this room, for Dumbo to stay in the room and look like he's writing a letter at the desk. Okay, got it. In the bedroom? Yeah, just to make it yeah. look like there's someone in the room. Sure, that no sounds problem. great. Uh, and um, yeah, so uh, there's a seat next to, to Fala, but Fala is sitting next to Zaraj. Next to who? Zaraj. I'd like to make sure that I'm seated so that Voss is between me and Davil. Okay. So I'm that will be at the head, and then it would be Voss, and then you. Somewhere down there. I don't have to be next to Voss, but just. Yeah. Seisha's going to go sit next to Garyel. And she has a seat waiting for you and just smiles. It is so good to see you, Angel. It's really, really good to see you. I want to sit in such a way that I have V on one side and Jarl Axel on the other. Okay. Yep. And sitting next to Jarl Axel is Gnarl. Well, wrong one, mister. Currently, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Renair will sit next to UV. Uh, Maloon just takes a seat anywhere. Um, yeah, whatever's prob- left, whatever's left. Yeah. Um, same with uh, with Mert. I uh, like to believe that Mert tried to sit at the other end of the table. <laughs> I was actually just about to say that. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> where he's. <sits>. Yeah, <laughs> the other head of the table. Uh, yeah. And. Um, you see um, also at the head where the Doom Raiders are is Tashlin uh, in her full plate and chain and scale mail uh, attire, uh, very reminiscent of a city guard. Um, uh, city guard captain. Oh, city guard captain, yep. Uh, and she is on the other side of Zaraj. Yep. Uh, and then you see uh, Istrid as well, who Istrid is eyes locked with Mert, like as he sits down. <laughs> Did it get awkward in here or is it just me? It's just you, Harold <laughs> lies blatantly. <laughs> uh, as you watch, um, one of the Davil servants begin to pour wine in everyone's glass. Thank you. And it is blood red. And it's so dark, it's once it, like it's blood red as it pours and it's thin, but once it fills the glass, it becomes so dark, it's nearly black. Oh, drink. Mm, yummy. In a show of good faith to show everybody that I trust Davil, even though I absolutely do not, I'm going to drink mine first. Um, unless, unless they're waiting for the, unless we're waiting yeah, for that, the- Yeah, Davil will, will kind of hold you for a second to, to wait to drink. Um, as he's probably going to make a toast. Yep. He damn well um, should. <laughs> and uh, you actually watch as uh, the shall man takes it and looks at it, swirls around in the glass. You can see it cling to the glass a little bit, smells it. Oh, he's doing a proper wine tasting. 
Um, and uh, you'll you'll actually see him kind of dip his finger in and go, and just eyes lock on Dabbled. Um, okay. <clears throat> and uh, as uh, and he's like, Bloodwine, really? You are a tricksy son of a bitch. There actual blood in it? Uh, this is used to poison people. It masks and intensifies the intensity of the potency of the poison. I imagine this is what the truth serum is laced into, which makes it far more difficult to resist. Am I right? The devil nods his head and goes, this is so everyone knows that everyone can be trusted. I call this particular vintage Veritas. And please, don't fight the contents of the bottle. I will have Istrid ensure that everyone is within their truthful aspects. And if that doesn't work, I may call upon you, Miss Valaspard, to do the same. I, I can create a zone of truth. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm talking about. Huh. Okay. So, shall we drink? Yep. So she starts <laughs> to Garyelle and holds her glass out to clink. Uh, Garyelle will, will clink with a smile and says, to you, Angel. To you, Radiance. Benly will turn to Falva and offer her glass to cheers and say to good faith. He turns her there and goes, well, I was hoping I don't say anything awkward. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and uh, he, uh, he just smiles and says, sweetie, it's one of the reasons I fell for you. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he will also think. Uh, Maloon will go. Well, wouldn't be the weirdest thing I've done. And or, <laughs> as he takes it uh, and kind of holds it up in the air, um, you see, uh, it, Istrid's just watching, and really just eyes on Mert. Hasn't really left. Mert's, or Mert hasn't left her gaze. Uh, you see Zaraj and Tashlin clink glasses together and then drink together. No. Um, but without question. Um, Fala looks to you, Vinley, and says, Corellin is on our side. So I trust them as you all have told me to trust them. So I trust you as well. She'll lean in to them and just say, if you ever need help, you can just ask me. If I ever need help, I will. Glad we understand each other. Clink. Yep. And they drink. Um, and um, <clears throat> Gnarl looks to the Shaolin, a uh, wrong one, and you see... Uh, uh, Wrong one nod and he drinks. 
Uh, and then you see as he just kind of looks at the glass, looks at him, and just kind of gives Davil a wink uh, as he brings it to his, his lips. <clears throat> uh, that's pretty good. Is that, is that, ooh, that's pretty good. You might see him uh, as a Davil watching. Yeah. Thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Darlaxo got a thirty-one. <laughs> um, wow. Darlaxo will do the sleight of hand where he makes it. Everyone else, you you think he drinks mm-hmm. as he takes the sip and, and sets it down. I would give him bardic inspiration, but I think he drinks. Mm-hmm. To me, it looks flawless. I'm like, okay, yeah, damn, he actually drank. Okay. Nope. Um, uh, Dabble washes. Uh, him and then looks towards the end and Mert goes, all right, uh, since everyone's drinking, I might as well too. And you see Mert just down the whole thing <laughs> in one go. Uh, is anybody resisting the effects of the No. I don't think so. No. Right, uh, right. He was never a good liar regardless, so. I just hope. It? You gonna do it, Ethan? Uh, they're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna check us afterwards. But they yeah. didn't check me last time, did they? Well, no, this is a much more important. Jarlaxle's at this meeting. No, I won't. I'll roll. I won't resist it. Uh, well, it totally affected me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Dabble goes, Good. Now that everyone has drank, save one as he looks directly at Jarlax or at wrong one. And you kind of see him go, and you see, Oh, also. I- also, before you continue, I know who you are. I've been informed. So, might as well, since this is a drink to truth, let us be honest with ourselves and who we are, Mr. Bainray. That would be- he, he just smirks. Commodore. <sighs> That's right, Commodore. Bam. Uh, At least I was that my title? I don't remember. I make so many up. As he will take, <laughs> as he will tip the hat, and as he does, he flicks it, uh, and it'll shift from that of the long style uh, shall hat yeah. to a, his uh, actual buccaneer style hat with the long feather. As his image will shift, and you will see the vibrant purples, golds, and blacks. Uh, of the bald man with the eye patch as he tips his hat and readjusts it, readjusts it on his head, and he goes, "Ah, Devil Star Song of the Doom Raiders! Ah, your reputation precedes you. <laughs> I have lots of sparrows, <laughs> and you see, uh, Devil nod, and as all of the devils bow." <laughs> ah, very well. Honesty among friends. And he will take a sip. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. It's a disadvantage. Yeah. It, it, it takes hold. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but he'll still, I mean, he's still going to try. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Like, so, uh, Jarlax will speak up. What? An interesting set of company we have here. Mert the Walrus? It's been some time. Aye, it has. It has, you lavender-skinned gray bastard. 
<laughs> Always sinking in the shadows, you are. Oh, you know me. <laughs> so, let's, as we said, get down to business. I believe one group gathered the rest, so let's hear what they have to say first. I stand up. Thank you all for coming. I know many of you probably have trepidations about consorting with people you may consider to be your enemies. Yes. Oh. I assure you that whenever we are done here today, you will see it necessary, pertinent, that we form alliances against greater threats in this city. First off, I have to ask, how many of you know or have heard of a being called the Harbinger? I'll raise my hand as I have. You see a majority of the table raise their hand, but most of it you pick up is kind of like half-heartedly. Of the three major factions vying for control in the city, this one is perhaps the newest and also the most unknown. I turn to Seisha and Vinley. There are those in my group who would know more about this creature than I, and I would ask that they speak on its behalf. Well, I believe I know less than our friend Seisha does, but I do know his servants, the Harbinger's servants, have at least killed one god on the mortal plane. So... You see <laughs> quite a few heads turn. Uh, Mert, Jarlaxle, Maloon... Uh, Pretty much all of them, the entire table looks at you. (laughs) Mert speaks up. "Ah, No, you're mistaken. Look, I live through mortal gods, all right? So I've seen or at least heard tale of a few of them disappearing or dying, but they always seem to come back. Uh, So She pulls out her Book of the Dead that has the big symbol of Jurgal on it, and she reads, Bane was the first name I wrote in my Book of the Dead. I witnessed his corpse myself. And you see Mert go to say, and he's like, what do you mean you've seen his corpse? He's one of the dead three. I, one of the three that went away and disappeared during the time of troubles for what he did. But what do you mean you saw his corpse? I saw his corpse in the rubble of a lighthouse, killed by a man in twisted purple armor and... The now tainted god Alpenser. Who? Also, oh, don't worry about it. Unimportant right now. Um, he was possessed by a spirit when I found him, and we slew that spirit pretty handedly. Also, his gauntlet is gone as well. So, whoever these people are, not only have a weapon capable of killing the gods that was once plunged into a heart for safekeeping but also has Bane's gauntlet. You feel the heaviness hit the table as most people like sink back into their seat. And you can feel Fala's hand kind of reach out for yours. And you look down and you see that the other one is kind of reached out towards Zaraj. I will 
do this with Fala's hand and sandwich it with mine under the table while I compose my calm demeanor. This poses a serious threat, not only to our representative guilds and factions, but also the entire world. Lumen will speak up. You're telling me that you saw Bane's corpse. What in the hell can kill a god? And he'll kind of look towards Mert. Uh, oh, don't look at me. I don't know what the fuck to kill a god with. There's been rumors of weapons, I, I said, but they've all been illusions or temporarily hold. I was actually in a weapon myself for a couple of years. People thought I was dead. Well, uh, <laughs> it was a knife being safeguarded by the followers of Bane. You remind me what the name of the knife was. It was Dr. J- uh? I want to say Javani, and I know it's not Javani. <laughs> no, it's Jathamon. Jathamon Dagger. Um, I wait until I feel like Vinley has reached a crest or has perhaps done speaking. I look at Seisha. Do I even get the implication that she's going to speak? Doesn't seem like she's planning to. Okay, I don't push it further then. What's most important and most concerning to people here, aside from its massive power, apparently, and I point to Venley, is if our sources are correct, it's infiltrated the noble houses of this city. The castle lanterns. That great poisoning. Whoever the agents of this thing are, they orchestrated it. I don't know exactly how it happened, but apparently a bargain or a deal was struck by many of the noble houses of this city, from what I have heard anyway, which means many of them are compromised. It's the reason why this is being brought to all of you instead of to the city as a whole. We don't Do we know, know what compromised them. Because a lot, I I know you were there, but I stayed behind. I helped slay the bastards. Yeah, so did I. He called the Elder Eye. Something old, older than time. At first we thought it was the Xanathar watching us. It appears not so. When when the Castle Lantern's children became sick, they sought out aid. They prayed, got no results. They turned to darker forces, got no results. And then their doctor came to them. He was actually a cultist, a cultist from the cult of the Elder Eye. If not something more, he he when we finally confronted him, he became a twisted, horrendous creature. But he used their children's sickness to ply them into assisting with the ritual that resulted in the murder of all those nobles. That was a piece of a ritual 
not an end in and of itself. It was part of something bigger. Steps to a summoning. We, we assume. We're still unsure as to the exact nature of this thing, but it is starting to make itself known. Overtly so. And it must be dealt with. Whether you care about the city or care about the future profits within, nothing will be allowed to thrive within its tendrils. It will consume all of us. And seeing as how it is ingratiated and immersed itself in one of the most powerful houses in this city, there's no telling who else it has infected. Uh, Fala leans over to you, Vinley, and goes, is, is this why the Castle Lanterns um, ordered so much uh, Lion's Mane and Sanity uh, influencing and emboldening potions from me? I... That's, that's why... That's why I sent you to our deep forest, is to get Lion's Mane. It was their order. Interesting. I never connected that. I thought they were actually trying to help the people who had gone mad from the dream. That's what they told everyone. I hope this is all sinking in to all of you. Just how compromised this city has become and how the need for discretion and parties who wish to operate here those of us who i believe beyond a shadow of a doubt are not corrupted by this or the other two particular forces i'm talking about are here at the very least whether we trust each other completely or not we can trust that we are not influenced by these beings that's why i asked you to come I can't make that promise. Well, that just kills my first question, which was, let's see who's tied to this elder eye. That's one. I am not tied to the elder eye. I do not know. I do not believe so. I I'm tied to another one. It's a... Calamari Kevin is a thing. <laughs> Your leg falls off. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Wait, are you are you tied to it? No, not like tied to it, tied to it. Oh. Like more like a, a I insulted him once and I anyway, and I put my leg back on. <laughs> That's a fair point. I was controlled by some sort of what was it you called it, V? A star spawn? Star spawn, yeah. Her name was Nebula. They're very, very powerful. They're spooky. Space spooky. Spooky space creatures. I don't think we're influenced by them, but I'm just saying we've had it. I, I probably need to leave. You okay? Say she'll stand up and head toward the door. Wait, I don't think you should leave yet. We don't. No, I, I think I should leave. Hold on, Sasha. If you feel you should leave. We'll inform you on what's happening this afterwards. Don't. Just okay. that is how you feel. If that is your wish, then I will follow it. Oh. I'll be. No. I'll be in the room. It's fine. 
Actually, can I can I ask a favor? So one of the things that happened outside of the room is, you know, frankly, we were all counseled to do what we can to fight the potion. And you mentioned earlier that you can do a zone of truth. Yeah. Um, so perhaps before you leave, if you could add that onto it, Davil, I think that would be a good idea considering the gravity of the situation. I mean, she's if there's dismissing... You're dismissing yourself before I let you leave my abode. One, rude. Two, how can I be assured that what is discussed here will not soon trickle down to your ears? Because I think everybody's going to understand how important it is that it doesn't. We can't... Uh... I'm going to get up and walk closer to Seisha and speak quietly because I don't want to bring it up in front of everybody. I'm like, what do you think we're going to do? We, we can't do this mission without you. You can't, you can't just be not in the know. You're this like one of the smartest one amongst us. Carol, it... I'm, whether willingly or unwillingly, apparently I'm in its service. Bullshit. I don't buy that. Last time again. And and when we were in Halam's head. Um Yeah, things got weird. But that wasn't something that you did. There was something that happened because of where we are and what we were fighting. It it's happened every time it's ever happened like that something influenced you yeah and i can't control when it does but you can fight so it. is it a good idea for me to know what's going on is it a, is it a good idea for you to not Perhaps. look i can't i can't guarantee that i will always act of my own free will where this thing is concerned is she saying then, that to the room or to to privately the room. Uh, so, so I'll answer Davil's question. The reality is, is that if I like the, I like these guys, but amongst themselves, they cannot keep a secret. So we can assume that anything that is said here, Seisha will eventually know because they will think it's the right thing to do at some point in the future. Angel, I can assure you, <clears throat> I know you. I've seen you. And even if there is something that you don't know happening, <laughs> hell, we've hunted liches. I can fight this. I would fight this for you. And again, speaking personally, given the things that we've been through together, I'd much rather have a compromised Seisha than no Seisha at all. I, I would second that. I would agree as well. She's too valuable to, I mean, it's worth the risk. I bring the question out to the table and I say, who wishes Seisha Valaspar to stay here? Show of hands. I'll raise mine. Uh, you see, Dabble waits 
Uh, Zaraj actually pulls the bow from uh, his back. Um, Tashlin will raise her hand. Isra does not raise her hand. Gariel will raise her hand. Uh, follow will raise her hand. There. And, uh, their hand, sorry. Okay. And Mert will raise his hand. Is that the majority? Uh, Maloon yeah. will, uh, will look at Seisha. Hey, I know what it's like to lose oneself. Look at me. Look what you did for me. I wasn't myself. I did exactly what you're afraid you're going to do. Yet I sit here right now because of you. And he'll raise his hand. Renair will raise his hand. Jarlaxle will raise his hand and do it and go, I don't mind if you stay. And I'll be honest, because I have to. And he winks at the table. <laughs> if you betray our trust, I'll kill you. And you see Zaraj kind of look to you, Voss, and then to Dabble as he loads three arrows into it and does not point them at Seisha, but points them up and Dabble nods and then he looks to you, Voss. Nod. And he releases and you see them ricochet off the ceiling and then land in a, uh, a triangle circle around Seisha as they begin to glow as arcane uh, sigils begin to ignite underneath her. He casts protection from evil and good. It seems unanimous then. Seisha, if you would please stay with us. But just for safety's sake, you can stay in the circle and we'll all be good. Oh, the spell's on me. Oh, well, there we go. That's what I used on Halam. And Harold's going to turn back to Voss. Uh, did you want a zone of truth? That's my suggestion. Sure, you do one and Istrid will do the other. I did That's prepare it today because I figured I'd need it. I fucking hate this spell. <laughs> as, um, and you actually watch as uh, she will pull um, a handful of coins um, into her hand and will throw them into the air. Uh, and as they scatter, they'll actually kind of explode into gold dust that begins to fall. Uh, and uh, if you're resisting the saving throw, let me know. Uh, no. <laughs> you see Istrid like, look at Jarlax and he's like, I drank the potion. Seisha <laughs> <laughs> pulls pulls her hand forth and a just sort of a golden beam of light pours from her fingertips down into her palm and she begins to scribe in celestial and the script sort of moves out and encircles her half of the room into a band of celestial writing in golden light and then it sort of melts away all right sounds okay. fine <clears throat> i did anybody resist or anything? Uh -uh. Or? Jarlax will resist and pass. Okay. 
<clears throat> I, I continue then. Seisha looks but at he, him. He, he looks at you. I drank the potion. <laughs> He's the only one. You can trust me. Look at this face. And he'll he'll actually he'll he'll actually lift the eye patch and wink at you. Seisha <laughs> will sit down and just kind of cup uh, Gariel's hand under the table and just sort of lean over. Thank you. The second is also a new member of this city's despots. I don't know if you're aware. It's hard to miss. We killed the previous Xanathar in front of our bar with the assistance of others, and I nod towards Renair as I do that. And Zaraj. And Zaraj. A new Xanathar has risen to take his place, but not a beholder. A man named Aldeberto Fraschetti. He has taken the role of the Xanathar as well as the entirety of the criminal network in one fell swoop. All right. Yeah. So he's a guy. Is he as powerful as Menshun? I turn to Harold, as he knows him best. Uh, well, he's more colloquially known as the Rose, and we have reason to believe that he is much more powerful than he previously once was in this new position. Um, he's basically, he thinks himself invincible currently. I mean, he... By our... Continue. By her own account, he has openly defied the Open Lord herself. I ask you, who would do this without confidence in their abilities to do so? Who would do this without absolute assurance to be able to work openly and to mock the very Open Lord herself? Who would do this without utter assurances of their power? A criminal now mocks the very government you are sworn to protect. Now, um, color me confused just for a second here, boss. Uh, oh, sorry, Mr. Ronto. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, please explain why a criminal lord would just out himself to the open lord. I mean, Manshun didn't ha has immense power across Faerun, but he didn't walk up and be like, haha, you can't take me down. I look to Harold. I don't know. It's not a move he'd have ever pulled before, and I would know because I used to work with him when I was a... Uh, remember, you're under the effects of truth, too. But he also doesn't remember... Oh, no, he got told. You got told. Yeah. No, I, ne I don't think I ever got told. Nope, we haven't told him. Oh. Mm -mm. Okay, got it. Fair. No, fair. Yeah. So I look to the group. And I look back to the table. I've never seen him do anything like this before. I have no idea why he's so confident all of a sudden. Aldeberta Freschetti is a masked lord. What? 
What did you just say? Aldeberta Freshetti is a masked lord. I will not tell how I know this. You see Mert, like, just squint his eyes towards you. I'm real curious how you learned that. I will not say, as to do so would put others in danger aside from myself. Suffice it to say, I know, and now you do. <laughs> well, uh, just so everyone at the table is made aware, that information does not leave this seat because if you make those whispers known, you'll end up as good as dead. I would not have said it if I did not believe it pertinent, but it is an example that the highest echelons that govern the city. Oh. Um, Renair likes to speak up. That's actually information that I feel is pertinent. I agree with. I agree that if the new Xanathar is also a masked lord and is openly defiling Laurel, then that in itself is something that we need to focus on and need to be wary about. I've been around for a long time, especially in this city. And I've seen how politics of the open lord works and the open lord knows is the only one who knows who the Masked Lords are. So, why would she choose Aldoberto Fiaschetti? This I do or, not know. Maybe she did not know, or he was hired by the former Open Lord and was not chosen by her. And this would be a reason why he's so boldly claiming to stand so defiantly because Question. if a masked lord runs the port that dwells beneath the city and runs the Xenophar that is dangerous indeed I agree the Xenophar has many tendrils into many different criminal organizations and now I can expand into the upper parts of the city instead of just the underground he is dangerous in many different ways and he must be stopped for those of us who serve the city for no other reason than to ensure his filth is not spread and for those of us in the underground to ensure that a man like that cannot serve both the upper and the lower parts so long as he is in power those who wish to expand and make a profit in the underground will never be able to he will always be ten steps ahead. Okay, so what are we going to do? Sad dabble. Yeah. Let me finish on the third one. One we all know. Manchun. Everyone here knows who that is. And everyone knows what he controls. However, Manchun has gone beyond simply controlling the underground and has wrapped himself around other elements in the city. And I look to Vio Miliana, 
as if I am asking for permission to out your family. Not as masked lords, but as their connections to Manchun. Sure. She looks at Rhaenyra like, is this, like, like in her head, she's trying to like telepathically communicate with her eyes. Like, is this a good idea? Because she like is so scared of talking. She's like, I. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually pretty good at that. Okay. But I'm. Okay. I won't say anything about it. I'm waiting for you to speak. Oh, oh, I know. V is um, not and, not good at this. Yeah, uh, Renair looks at the present company and just kind of squeezes your hand to comfort you. And just kind of. You're better than them. And he 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 looks at you. You're a Vetorak. Okay. She just sort of looks at Boss and just kind of goes like a, like an awkward thumbs up, like <laughs> awkward smile. Go ahead then. Okay. Hi. Um. You all already, you might know me, Fumiliana, Anna, um, my dad is, you know, oh god, <laughs> sorry, give me a second. Yeah, Elorthak Gathala. I knew, I almost said Olorak, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of Ulthar, and I like combined names. I'm gonna add Elerthak, Gathala, Mom is uh, Vanya, Brother Ulthar. Um, That's great. Stop dancing. Out with it. Great people. Um, they um, dabble, dabble, just kind of like. Usher's one of his uh, duplicates, and, <laughs> and he points to your glass, and and they fill it some more with wine, and he goes, kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and well, um, gosh, where do I start? Like, I mean, as a child, things weren't great. Okay, let's, then... be, let's let's still <laughs> stick with the start, present. Start with where it's relevant to what we've been discussing so far. I know. I'm sorry. Um, okay. You're doing good. So, um, gosh. Looks at Boston. Where should I start again? The most pertinent thing about your family concerning Manchun. Well, um, they are doing the whole, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, you know, steel and- Want to help her the, out? Somebody want to help her out? The, the- They're working for Manchun. They are, they are. 
They are working for Say that. Manchun. They are working for Manchun. I hate saying it, but it's true. I can't not say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> they also might have killed my ex-fiance. There's a lot happening. Harold looks days. over at Renair and he like most is like it's probably fine. Like, just, like <laughs> don't even. No. I mean, and, and Harold. Not that I was crazy about him because I really wasn't. There was a lot of you know strange emotions <laughs> there and the thing and like, but um. <laughs> the the potions. You're there's a, there's a lot to unpack here, but if we could get back to relevance, yeah, I'm that sorry. would be awesome. Uh, so they are, uh, yeah, they are. Seems like they're working with Mansion, doing, you know, the Catholian steel, evil people stuff, all of it. It's not great, and um, I didn't even know until recently. <sighs> I just happen to be related. How many of you are familiar with Catholic steel? Uh, most of the table raises their hand. Uh, but again, oh, it's God. yeah, it's yeah. it's again in that like <laughs> our poor asses keep our hands down. <laughs> I've seen it. Is the wine good? Does it, it taste nice? Oh yes, it it does definitely taste nice. It is specifically made to uh, cover things that are often not palatable. When I see one of the subservient devils, I uh, just hold out my glass for another cup while V is rambling. I just... <laughs> yeah, it feels, uh, but you actually, you actually watch as, uh, as, as Jarlaxle will kind of reach into his boot and pull out a small dagger and we'll just start spinning it. And as he spins it, it begins to morph and change into various different shapes of daggers. It is nothing sh short of miraculous. It's fascinating. I want that's for sure. Useful. I want you to imagine Manchun having access to this to a network of troops. One soldier can equal 10 armed with this easily. This is more than just the Xanathar. This is Manchun turning them into a veritable army, potentially ripe for conquest. This isn't about the underground anymore. He has become a threat far too great to allow settle in this city as well. And once again, whether you are part of this city to defend it, whether you were part of the city to make a profit, neither can be done while any of these three beings live. And as to how we're going to do it. All right. Uh, since we're all speaking truths, I might as well let you know in a, probably one of the bigger secrets of Waterdeep. So before the Manchun showed up, many open lords worked hand in hand with the Black Network. But Black Network is in Tarim. Oh, I'm sorry. So, but that's one of the bigger secrets of the city. But any common man could figure it out, as they always seemed to be around when they were needed to save Faroon. 
Manchun is just a shite bastard that everyone wants to finally see it be a shit stain on the old sheets of this world. Gone, forgotten, and thrown away. So. That brings me to the last point, then. How we accomplish anything. Normally, this wouldn't even be a discussion. You have three separate armies, well-informed, well-integrated into the city. Normally, it wouldn't matter. But we have something to churn, change the tides. And I reach into my coat, and I put the Stone of Gorlor on the table. <laughs> you actually see Jarlaxle smile and look at you. Harold, Harold just grins at him. You know it, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Dabble kind of like looks at the stone, then looks at you and goes, what's your play? We all represent different factions within the city. I won't speak for everyone. But we now have access to 500,000 dragons with which we can begin spreading our influence in the city. <laughs> Seisha, you're like doing everyone. You kind of, Jarlaxle kind of quirks an eyebrow at the number. 500, you said? Yes. Hmm. Understand this, Jarlaxle. Your desire to have Luskin be recognized will not matter so long as there are forces that can subvert the open lord so easily. Or forces that can destroy the whole world in one snap. Agreed. You told me I was getting half at a hundred. <laughs> That's twice. No, three times. You have pulled a fast one over me. Now Harold doesn't look so confident. Now Harold's kind of looking anywhere else in the room. No, I see. I think I understand where you're going with this. And I want a bigger cut, Mr. Ronto. Um. I don't think you're looking at the bigger picture here. Wait. What? What do you want the money for? Bribery, of course. For what? To what end? I want Luskin to be a part of the Lord's Alliance. <laughs> Only one person can make that happen. What if we could guarantee it happened? Mm, that's a hefty promise. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my god! You're a genius! Yeah, You're a, a fucking idea. genius! And how idea. can you guarantee that happened? Miss, I don't even know if I have control over my own body. Because we're owed a debt. You see Harold's jaw just drop. <laughs> Vinley hits the floor too. She didn't even consider that. You owe or owed a debt by who? The Open Lord. True, we are. It is. Dax. And you're telling me, on your word of honor, Law Seeker, that you would use your 
death on this. I would. Is it yours to give or your group? All of ours. Would all of you give this willy-nilly? We would give this in exchange for our money back. Yeah, in exchange for your aid in this. Yes. Instead of giving you the money, we'll give you exactly what you want. Without having to get your hands dirty with the money. As I said before, your ability to join the Lord's Alliance won't matter if the Open Lord isn't the one making decisions. You keep her in, and we have our word that we will use our favor to ensure Luskin becomes a part of the Lord's Alliance. Well, if you're changing the deal, then the terms change as well. You, I will accept these terms and you will get your 100,000 dragons back, but you do not get my aid from Bregan the Arch, a favor, should I say, or one of my latent guns. Unless? How about the 100,000? Unless you give me 100,000 and that favor. Oh, he means the calling in that favor. Yes. You're still willing to help us with the bigger picture. I am. Frankly, I don't give two shits about Waterdeep. But Luskin is everything. You make Luskin a part of the Lord's Alliance. And you will have Bregan the Earth aiding you in the underground. I look over at Voss. I'm going to speak quietly. I'm like, that's going to mean you don't get your gun if we keep the money. What do you want to do? That's a lot of money for a gun. Or, I'm sorry, a lot of money for a special wand. Voss really thinks for a minute. I, I, Harold understands. I totally get why it's important we have one of those. Voss. I, 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 Voss to... goes over to you and speaks. Says, it's not me that needs it, but it's necessary. As far as I'm concerned, we're not out any more money than we thought we'd be out. To me, it doesn't make a difference. Everybody gets the money they thought they'd be getting, but we're out of favor. Like, so it's 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 one of the. I have to say, I'm willing. This is the I most genius plan I've ever think. I think any of us have ever come up with. I'm more than willing to use the favor for this. This is a good use for it. Yeah. Is wise to have used it in that way. Yeah. Having said that, I need one of his weapons. Hey, 100,000 wasn't going to us anyway. It's going to a better cause. But now the problem is when he takes 100,000, he's taking it. He's not spending it in the city. That brings us to this, and I move back up, not wanting to cut Harold off, but yeah. get him back to the point at hand. But definitely cutting Harold off. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Fuck Harold. Um, <laughs> going back. This opens a lot of avenues and a lot of opportunities for all of us. But we all need to be on the same page on this. There's profit to be made plenty. There's honor and their glory to be gained. 
Now I understand I won't be taking a dragon for this personally. And I will say to those of us sitting at the table, whenever we do claim this treasure, you can easily just take a cut and leave. But I ask you this. What good is that money going to be in a world ruled by the Harbinger, by the Xanathar, and by Manshoon? You will not be able to find a corner of the world you can run to from them. Oh. <laughs> the Xanathar doesn't leave his port. <laughs> and Manshoon has been around for quite some time, and I've killed at least three of them. <laughs> to be fair, we're talking... Worry about. To be fair, we're talking about a thing that can kill a god. That... That is... It happens. It happens, but what I'm getting at here is we're not talking about just Waterdeep. We're talking about Luskin too, and you recognize that yourself. You just said it. If we can cut it off here at Waterdeep, then that means that we preserve the rest of the world and you get to do whatever you want to do. Lord's Alliance, hell yeah. Drink for me. Wear the nipple suit. It'll be great. But until then... You, we have nothing to do but to make sure this thing is as legitimate as everything seems to claim because every day it looks like it's getting closer to destroying the world. The only way to cut it off is here in this city. And if you have that money and hey, maybe it makes the open world a little happier if she gets a little bit extra. That's money to defenses that the city needs. I'm just saying. Whatever. Make me a persuasion check. Oh, yeah. 23. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you see him contemplate it for a second before Mert just starts. <laughs> I knew you were just like me. As he looks you dead in the eyes, boss. I'm insulted, but I say nothing. <laughs> You are investing your money for bigger payouts. You're a smart man just like me. And I love the idea of a little danger, even if it is to put a, a few more gray hairs on my balls, even from the sidelines. So I'm in whatever you need. So... Maloon will speak up. You're telling me that this little rock here is the key to 500,000 dragons? That I am. It's a hell of a lot of drinks. Hell of a lot of drafts. What's your plan to move that kind of money? I assume that this is the money that the Galt never ember, and he kind of, kind of, I like his eyes drift to Renair, but not as a blame, but as a like regret, like. I'm yeah. sorry, your dad's a shitbag. <laughs> kind of look to his eyes um, as he's like embezzled from the city that went missing a few years ago. Hmm. He scoots his nearest room. Now, I agree but, with Mert here. It's a good plan, but I want more details. I turn to Devil. I say, we have part of this figured out. At least the transportation of the money, anyway. 
And we have ways, and I point the stone again, of finding its location. The problem is, we know that it's uh, in the Undermountain, right? Mm-hmm. You know it's under the city. Yeah. Under you don't city. know for certain if it's in Undermountain. Okay. It's just the easy way to get there. Yeah. We know for a fact the vault is under the city. And probably the most dangerous parts of it. We're going to need to conduct some sort of expedition down there to get it. This will tell us how to get there. And I point to the stone again. But we're going to need assistance in getting there. I don't have to tell any of you that there are dangerous things that lurk underneath this city that may be beyond any of us to handle as separately. So the first part of this is I am asking for assistance and help in claiming this. And then when Mm. we have it, I ask for your assistance in defeating those three enemies that threaten everything. Uh, Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Can I can I just through what I said earlier have given him bardic inspiration? I'm gonna say no because it wasn't totally your intention. That's totally fair. Oh shit, that's not bad. Twenty. <laughs> that's uh, it's eighteen plus two. Now Maloon will speak up. This is what Force Grade does. We die for this city. We are water deep. But we work outside of this letter, this law, even with sometimes pardons from the open lord if necessary. But we follow Vajra. If you won't force Gray, Vajra's gonna have to know what's going on. That's why we brought you. We couldn't just summon her, but we could just summon her best friend. Secondly, I would think about, he kind of looks to Renair uh, and Mert. I don't know if I would hide this Lord. Yeah, I was going to say, my only thing is um, if we're talking about moving this money, uh, if we are, are we dumping it in a lump sum? Are we doing it a little bit at a time? Laurel's going to have to know what the plan is so she knows how to invest that money and where it's coming from. Forcing this as a surprise may feel like a coup of us trying to take control of the city. We are forcing our hand a little bit, which is fine. But that's only because it's in the city's best benefit. This needs to be done delicately with those close to her, I agree. I I think this is one of those things where you guys know her best, and you know money better than anyone else in the world. That's not true. I fucking know money better than this walrus. (laughs) <laughs> like you you wish you did I've been right. doing this for 200 years <laughs> oh, right, just, I want a date already yeah right right you're both beautiful listen okay <laughs> can we just focus We, you guys are going to have a much easier time explaining something like this to her than we are 
More importantly, you two will have a much easier time getting to her without rousing suspicion. If the masked lords, one in particular, knows that she's getting money, they're going to want a cut of it first. This needs to be discreet. And as Slaven has so helpfully pointed out, we are not discreet. The most discreet of people. Not at all. Hey, you're, you're right. <laughs> uh, Dabble leans towards you, boss, and goes, <clears throat> so we know that one of these mass lords is uh, infection. How are we not to assume that there's more? We can't. Just assume they all are. Hey, we can distribute the money to the city. That's what we want. Israel will speak up. And the field ward, specifically, if possible. Um, and uh, Gariel will speak up. Ah, that's right. It's about time it became a part of this city. I've, I've walked those streets with Seisha. Devil looks to everyone because everybody knows that was always the plan. That's why we wanted to give the money so that we could do what this bastard right here, as clever as he thinks he is, as he points towards Jarlaxle, we were going to bribe Laurel as well. So I guess what we're doing here is creating a new alliance of an underground these factions joining together for the benefit of the city but in the end the goal was for the doom raiders to become the new black network isn't that right boss yes and harold like looks at you know his half empty glass of wine and looks back up at Dabble and he's like well i'm beginning to trust you i wouldn't say that <laughs> Uh, Jarlax will speak up. I tell you what. If you call in that faith, you guarantee Luskin a seat in the Lord's Alliance. I will turn Bregandiat's attention to Waterdeep, and I will personally spearhead the taking down of the Xanathar. Good enough and for Skullport. me. Because I assure you, Skullport and Luskin will go hand in hand. Aye, <laughs> that may be true, but you don't know it like I do. I've been down there many times. And it's a good thing we're all allies. Maybe we can help each other out. So uh, and Seisha, you're you're reading the, the the you can definitely see that there's a smirk on Jarlaxle's face as he's like a little, slight little smirk as he's talking. Okay. And you can tell he's he's got something planned. Like he's he's planning something. Yeah. Um, there's no malicious intent behind it. Right. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's yeah, he's got his eyes on a bigger picture. Of course. Wheels he's are turning. Yeah. yeah. And Mert will reply to Harold and say, ah, yeah, we're all friends and we're making ingredients now. But we all know how power works. And if I know one slimy bastard from another who's always looking out for their best interests, 
it might be one of the most famous. I don't want him also to control. So let's be best buddies. How about you and I work together? If I can put up with Artemis, I can put up with you, Ulris. <laughs> I have one request. Can I write the story? Oh, of course, Lass. Thank you. Because Thank you. I don't know about you, but like we may be setting the groundwork, but we're going to need your help as well. I'm perfectly amenable to your offer, Jarlaxle. What about the rest of you? All I mean, that matters is that those three enemies die. Whatever happens afterwards will be manageable by comparison. Uh, Renair will speak up. Two of those are more prominent. We don't know much about this harbinger that has threatened the city. I think you and your group need to be at the spearhead of this, as you seem to have the most knowledge. We've heard rumors, and he'll kind of look, us making assumptions of, of the other groups, but from what I, from what I know of you, you are our, our best knife in the situation. Uh, he kind of looks over at V and nods and is like, well, we do like a little stabbing. It's true. I'm not saying to go head first, but you have already, and he, um, he motions to your book. You wrote his name in there. I look forward to writing the Harbinger in it, then. Until then, we have two more names we need to get in that book. Uh, you see Tashlin kind of <clears throat> speak up and... Well, I do not know about this um, Harbinger, but I can coordinate moving money and keep an eye from the inside on the magistrate here if anything changes, if anyone catches wind. Um, one thing has occurred to me. Actually physically moving that money. We need a means of doing that. Oh, yeah. Because getting to it is one thing, but being able to remove it, that much money, that's a problem. Yeah, we can't do that on our own. I... Turn to devil. Something like a portable hole. And you see Zaraj actually pull out a bla uh, black handkerchief. What? Where did you get that, Zaraj? I I need one. And he tucks it away, and he points to his eyes, and then just kind of does that as he says, "I found it." Like that's what he's trying to say. I figured that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. When the time comes. Could we perhaps employ your? I don't. I don't want to say that. Katie doesn't want to say that. <laughs> Zaraj, may we borrow your hole? <laughs> Dabble goes. Well, if you're asking for our aid into the vault, I typically send Zaraj to watch your back. It would be helpful. It would get a ton of that money moved. 
It would. We may have to temporarily relocate the very valuable items inside said hole first. I'm sure I can find a room somewhere to display them. <laughs> I, think another, I think another thing we need to consider is that once we are in there and we've got the money, we need to get out as quickly as possible. Once once we have the cash, the cash isn't ours until it's somewhere safe. Up until then, it's for grabs for whoever shows up, and we got to make sure that we're well prepared for a quick way out of however we got in. <clears throat> and if he's not too busy, we might also send your best friend as he's looking towards Voss. Speaking of, wait, you've been silent on the ma matter. Yes, um, to be honest, I'm a little confused. So, um, I understand the value proposition of an economic revival, but I don't understand how that slays a god killer. And we've all acknowledged that two of the three that we're interested in have been here for a while, and as Jarl Axel has said, feels like those things are going to come and go, and that's not a huge problem. Uh, but the third, the Harb Harbinger, is the one that is really driving us all together. And I, I feel like we're just going to a piggy bank and hoping for the best. So I'm happy to help where I can, but this seems like an ill-conceived plan. The key to dealing with the Harbinger at this point is information, which unfortunately, and I turned to Sasha knowing that she's probably thinking about the books that have burned, is information which is sorely lacking in the city at the moment. However, there is one other repository of information on the Harbinger in this city that has yet been untapped. All of the families who made a deal with him. What we need to do is start combing it, through no. them. Voss, they didn't make a deal with the Harbinger. At least not in their lifetimes. They've made a deal with agents of the Elder Eye. Think of the Harbinger as the thing that comes before. Then either way, we need to deal with it, correct? And as and Davil I... said, we are the ones who will be spearheading information gathering on that while everything else is moved into place. I think combing through the noble families is a good place to start. We actually have somewhat of a lead there, in a way. One big one in particular that I'd like to question. That's where we can start. The best way to do that is to have a noble family we can control. And I have an idea on that. Huh? Could you elaborate? Because right now it just feels like a money grab to me. I pause for a moment <laughs> and wonder internally if this should be discussed with everyone in the group right now. But I go ahead and roll the dice on that. Uh, one second. I actually need to confirm something. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have to think about it like this from this perspective, Blavin. When we when we look into these matters, 
we find consistencies and inconsistencies like oh they're looking for these kind of people and killing these kind of people but there could be dozens of those kind of people in the city and they're all in different places and so now they have every advantage we know what it is they want but there's no step we can take to forego it so we're kind of in a holding pattern of well, we're the most aware that they're doing something in the city. We're the most aware of what it is they want. And we're the most aware of how to get the next step. We're getting everybody together now so that we can A, discuss where the money goes, which is 90% of what this has been that's been talking about the money grab, which you're right. But I think the other 10% we're discussing is, okay, we're making a coalition that's getting in place that we can get together with to say, okay, now we know more what is the next step we take? So I think that in a lot of ways, we're just setting the foundation and we're letting everyone know. Cause I mean, up to this point, there wasn't a whole lot of knowledge that this is a significant threat that threatens not just water deep, but basically the entire world. And that's, that's my perspective on it, just to give you an idea. So if, if it seems like the, the, the plan is far-fetched for the Harbinger, it's because planning against them right now before we had the help of all the people here felt virtually impossible for five people that own a bar. We know items that they're going after. Um, Vaguely. One of them being the dagger that was discussed earlier. We're going to move forward and try to find out where those items are and make sure they're secure. I think that's the best bet. Our most of us are locked here to Waterdeep. When the time comes, I think it's time y'all leave the city. We have some errands to run. And so okay. she looks at V. Yeah, Harold also turns to look at V. I think it's probably a good idea. Let's get this money situated. I like the fact that we're bringing in almost every faction. I don't think this has been done before. Not like this. Of course, factions have come together to take down big threats, like when uh, uh, there was that demon problem in the Underdark, and uh, when Tiamat tried to get summoned here. Yeah, but not... That was... That's obviously what we're doing for the uh, this Harbinger or Elder Eye. But for these other three smaller problems, I don't think this has ever been done. We're trendsetters. Let's make sure it doesn't fail. Well, all right. I'm reminded of when I was a boy, my... Sometimes I'd ask my father for impossible things and he would tell me to wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one gets full faster. Um, I feel like we got a, <laughs> a handful of shit in front of us, but by golly, we can hold on to it, so. I was always told it's wish in one hand and hope in the other. No, no, it's, it's, it's the one Blavin did, it's that one. I like mine better. Well, as long as you don't take it literally, it's fine. <laughs> Are we in agreement, then? Is everyone here for now satisfied? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. I told I... you you had my help. 
I want that favor first, and then you have my. Do we have your word? Oh, you have my word. Harold, if you break this deal, you have an enemy. Harold turns and looks to the others and looks back, and he's like, Well, I guess we know where we're going next then. Uh, And uh, uh, Jarlaxle will say, Do you speak for your entire group? In this? Yes. Yes. All right. I speak for all of Breaking Day Art. Well, I lean over to Davil and say, There's something I need to discuss with you when the rest are away. Just pull me back. So, unless there's anything else to be discussed, I believe we have a new allegiance. Uh, Maloon will, will also speak up and go, You'll have Force Gray. I'll talk to Vajra personally, and you'll have our back. We'll get your back more so. You see all of like Fala and Tashlin and Gariel, Zaraj, just all of them, they kind of look towards Davil as he's the final say. Davil goes, Damn it, boss. If you didn't give me your word that last time we did this, that you weren't gunning for my position, fuck hell, I probably would even give it to you. (laughs) I should have been sorry. I have something that I wish to accomplish in this city. Beyond that, I don't care who's in charge. And I will say, you are better than my previous boss. Well, what happened to him? I rammed a boat anchor through his neck, twisted it off. Let's just hope that doesn't happen again. One can only hope. (laughs) Uh, Stay away from boats. <laughs> ah, that's what Gariel's for. She stays in the dock ward. <laughs> so I guess we're all in agreement then. This uh, water deep alliance. Well, most of us, as he looks towards Jarlax and some of us have conditions before. They gave me their word, so I will take them at that word. Besides, trust is everything, is it not? Has been for us so far. Harold says kind of awkwardly as he looks the other way. <laughs> uh, oh, and since we're all here, anybody want to have anything they want to get off their chest? Let out into the open? Uh, the Harold looks like he's oh. going to say something and then stops himself. He turns to an air. So how do you feel about nipple suits? Because honestly, I'm a fan. Uh, and with that... Uh, you watch as Jarlaxle stands up, takes a bow, shifts into Commodore Zord's red suit, <laughs> takes a bow, and puts his hat back on, going back to the regular Jarlaxle. I'm a fan, too. Wow, that is a lot. Uh, I, when I heard a nipple suit, I, I expected a suit made of nipples. I'm actually way happier that that is not... It's not bad. It's a good I, suit. I wish. Uh, yeah. How do you feel, Renier? 
Uh, and Maloon will stand, will stand up. If uh, we're done here, if we're all in agreement, I got an old friend I need to talk to. Thank you. I'm good. <clears throat> Let me see you out. And he claps his hands, and one of the other devils <laughs> stands by uh, <laughs> Maloon and starts to and escort him down the stairs. And Maloon will, will head out. Jarlaxel will, and Gnarl will head out and uh, just kind of, uh, you know where to find me when that deed is done. And mm-hmm. as, as he does, you watch as the form shifts to that of the Shao Man. Wrong one. <laughs> Darling, shall I walk you home? I would really like that. Uh, Dabble, you need me? He looks to Voss. Think you're good? All right. Welcome to the family, Fala. As as she pats uh, them on the shoulder as she gets up and offers a hand to Seisha. She takes it. Gets up and uh, as they reach the door, uh, I'll see you guys back at the house. Uh, and Renair will offer his hand to UV. Mm-hmm. What do you say we go have a nice drink by the fire? Okay. And you two leave, and then Fala kind of looks to Davil, and then to you, Vinlane. I don't think I'm needed anymore. Um, oh, are you going my way? I mean, we live right next to each other. Then it's only polite that I walk you home. I'd greatly appreciate it. This is... I did not truly grasp how much you all were involved with. That's... I'll explain it on the way. Oh, before we leave, Voss, do me a favor and put that back on your person while we've got eyes on you. I pick it up and I put it back in my coat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they leave. <laughs> and Vinley on the walk back with Fala explains that she has been so distant with them because she didn't want to rope them into all of this. <clears throat> they thank you. Um, but uh, seems like... Um, Corellan put me here for a reason, and I'm here to help. I feel better already. So, uh, your place? Was sure. By or am I? Come on. We have this new vintage bottle of wine that I think you would like. It's it's not the same bottle of wine. Is, is no. It, no. No, 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 no. You haven't bought any of that from me, right? Not that mm-hmm. I remember. I don't believe so. Okay. And honestly, I was, I'm under a truth serum. I would have to tell you if I did. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, this is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's been a lot since the moment I entered into the city. 
it's it's been a lot since that night that Zaraj saved me. I guess it all kind of ended up leading to this. So, carriage? If you want. Would you rather walk? I don't know. Stars are really beautiful tonight. We'll walk till we get tired. Perfect. And Harold, what are you doing? I want to leave with Jarlaxle. Okay. I'm going to leave with him, and I'm going to say, once we're like outside and away from everything, I'm going to like kind of look over to my like, hey, Commodore. Hey, no hard feelings, right, about all the constant lies. Uh, you said one time it really impressed you. Do you want to help me tell the biggest lie Waterdeep's ever heard? Go on. <laughs> I need someone to play a role for me. And I need someone who can really sell it. Have you heard about the Red Wing? And we'll just cut there. <laughs> Sweet. Good. Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, so, boss, you're left with the majority of the Doom Raiders. You said you I needed actually, something to talk about? I made a lie by omission. I do know a way to infiltrate the noble houses. We have, in our travels, encountered a child from a dispossessed noble house whose name is still active, called Hailing Horse. I'm going to have my friend investigate to see if his nobility and his lineage has any assets tied to it, and if it does... Your friend? Yes. My friend. Oh, your friend. Got it. Yes. <clears throat> and if he does, we can easily reassign our recently dispossessed nobles as his caretakers. Ah, oh, as he looks towards Blaven. There might be some noble paperwork and lineage that we might need your help in procuring. Uh, happy to do what I can. So, it's good that we haven't named them or introduced them yet. So, uh, let's see. They can be... Lady Hala, Hailing Horse. And... Uh, let's make it, um... Something that's hard to trace, but sounds believable enough. How about a first cousin once removed? An uncle, if you wish. Uncle uh, Dorno, Hailing Horse. I will say this as well. A recurring figure in this child's life has been a hag of some sort. This, the image of this hag has been reoccurring in our dealings with the Harbinger's minions. It is another potential clue towards rooting him out. I think this is where we start with it. Well, the plan was to have them come back in once we had control over the Black Network and uh, go back to doing what they did before, but... I'm sure they can babysit for a little while. 
Thank you. We've... A friend of ours had to take care of the child for some time, but I think it's becoming too much stress on her. And I know that the Grauhuns have children of their own. I trust he'll be in good hands. And we'll always have an eye on them, so... Agreed. Thank you. I'll get that looked into immediately. With any luck, there's still quite a fortune or an estate to his name, at the very least. Possibly. Um, we'll have your friend look into it, and then Blavin create all the appropriate paperwork. Yes. Absolutely. Voss, I think this is going to be the start of a beautiful friendship. Yes. Of course. And Voss gives you the same kind of disdain, but inwardly feels a triumphant sense of victory as he feels he is one step closer to achieving his ultimate goal in the city. And I think that is a wonderful place to end tonight's session. Yes. Y'all. <laughs> oh. Aisha MVP. <laughs> Fucking super smart. Everybody was plotting and planning. Everybody was great. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was great this episode. Uh, yeah, that was plans. that was a surprise move. That, that was, was good. good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Me off that was good. good. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, we got the favor. We might as well use it. Yeah. No, this is uh, a good so, use of it. Uh, real quick. And uh, last suggestion: if you haven't put in hashtag Beyond or hashtag Eldritch, do so right now. We're gonna pull the winner any second now. Please enter only once so you're not disqualified. Um, also, thank you so much, Dave, for coming and playing Blavin, the unwatchable once again. Thanks um, for having me. Have fun. A thank delight you. every time you are at every our single time table. It's the best. Oh my god. <laughs> he, he's laying those harsh truths down on us. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So we laugh. Oh, yeah. It's it's so good. It's like everything but, was going so smooth, and then Blavin. Yeah. Could, yeah. could not have a meeting of the Doom Raiders without Blavin. Yeah, true. Of course. It's, it's <laughs> you sound so thrilled, Logan. Uh, thank you for everyone joining us tonight. Uh, second anniversary for us. Yay, two years. Um, and then hopefully, uh, world lending, we will be back in the studio soon. So whenever it's safe. Whenever it's safe. Yeah. So, but we're going we're gonna to be <laughs> as safe as we can and make sure we follow all of the proper procedures and protocols and all that fun stuff um all right we got winners uh winner of the eldritch foundry miniature is buzzly t year hey. congrats to you oh it's buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Oh, oh. Totally I'm, I'm so bad with you just, you just this is just a thing it's gonna happen but a butcher <laughs> oh buzzly t year oh, oh my god the kitty buzzly t year congratulations that's right. The light TR. Oh man, I yep. really wish that he went. Uh, they the they TR. won the Beyond. But our winner of the D and D Beyond Sourcebook bundle is the Casual Chaos. Hey, oh, yeah. congratulations. congratulations to you. Uh, we will reach out to you via Twitch Whisper. So please make sure that you have that opens for us to get to uh, able to reach out to you. And we'll get that as soon as possible. So uh, also, um, if you did not catch our Q and A 
uh, we did that over the break. We also did uh, Among Us with the D4 crew. Go back and watch those. <laughs> we also released the videos of us uh, torturing ourselves by eating uh, Carolina Reaper peppers. Go back and watch that. It's Ooh. hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. We suffer really for your hilarious. entertainment. Please watch it. Um, um, all of that is on the Rock Punch YouTube channel. Um, also, uh, questions we could not answer on the Q&A are posted under the Ask D4 uh, channel in our Discord. So please join our Discord and check that out. Um, we went a little over tonight. Thank you so much for bearing with us as we went a little over. Uh, and um, we will see you next week. We also might have another guest next we week. We might have another guest next week. Do you have a guest next week? Are you going to tell us who? No. A new oh, one. A recurring one. Oh, come on. You're killing me, Smalls. I know. <laughs> uh, be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Oh. Um, you're still here. Well, since you liked it so much, feel free to watch us live at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or feel free to continue listening to the podcast every Sunday on a one-week delay.